The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool, I got the keys when she come in and we'll come and play music. Lois can never have sugar in this day. Ah, yes. Bit of a melody body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle fun in the sixth grade, but I don't want to play with you in this day. Oh, man, here, bro. Switch We know it's our new Robin, Boy Wonder. The only way to bang regular pizza for the Kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic forum. Assemble! This is the Fantastic Forum, your live weekly show about comic books and the people who love them. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from our studios in Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick, up, you should stick with us. We'll be taking up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. You're gonna have to let me know if my if I'm too low or too high. I don't, I've been fucking with these settings all day. You're too <laughs> low and echoey. How's that? Is that better? A little. A little. <laughs> okay. Here we'll we figure go. it out. No. How's that? <laughs> That's much better. Am I making love to your ears now? Is that is that oh. how, is this how you like it? You want it harder? Oh oh wow! Please I no. Can, I can Please give you the no. full. What's this go up to? Fifty? I I just I just don't wanna get any kind of diseases in my ears. I'm clean. Next. Next. He is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Form, our nine foldable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. You know, Larry, I think I'm uh, about five and a half inches into my infinity bottle. Ooh, wow. You were drinking quick, huh? It's all Wait. it's all the bean, but yeah. What uh okay, so you're you're doing whiskey. I thought we were each doing a, a individual thing. Yeah, well, we gotta pick something to do 
while we're doing the show, but we haven't done that amount of pre-production yet. Yeah. I so, do have the, the bottle, though. I, I do have the big bottle that I need to get to you. Yeah, I guess as the only as the only real Mexican, I have to do the tequila, right? Uh, oh, okay, I hear you. He, he's more Salvadorian than Mexican. Me? Oh, no. yeah, because you're you know you're pro Trump and all that. <laughs> uh, as for myself, my name's Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Uh, welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. I promise, despite the fact that we're going to talk about HBO Max 1, 2, through 3. And, I, actually, uh, I actually tried to read uh, Punisher before the show so I could talk about it, but I didn't finish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's the only comic we're talking about today, HBO, Ma- HBO Max 1, <laughs> through 3. Yeah. Yay. I decided like, after I read it, I'm like, I, I got to read a real comic. <laughs> I mean, I could talk about Harley Quinn. Yeah, go ahead. I'll talk about the cartoon. There it is. So we'll talk, we'll talk to you all about some Harley Quinn. We'll bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news, and of course, whatever. We're also else it talking is. about. We're also oh, talking about Amethyst one through three. Oh, is that happening? Okay. You didn't mention that earlier, well, yeah. so I thought it wasn't happening. I I mentioned it in our text in our group. I agree 100%. He did. No, no, absolutely. I, I, it's factual. Factual. So um, we're talking about Amethyst 1 through 3. Are we talking about a movie or no? Yeah, I could talk about um, a What? Don't worry about it. We got all types of stuff to talk about. News, whatever else you want to talk about. In fact, uh, oh, I'm sorry. We can't. The intern can't tell you how to do it. But Mo can. Mo, tell them how to get down with Fantastic Forum. Well, you know, we're on Podbean, so you can get into. If you're on the All Games Discord, there's a link there, and uh, yeah, you can call in through there. Uh, I think. You, well, no, you can't call in Skype. Uh, we'll figure that out next week. Got it. Yeah. But we'll see your chat if you want to jump into Discord. Uh, but I guess we, you have get an a, we have a call option in our uh, Podbean. Podbean. If yes. you actually go to our Twitter, the link for that is on our Twitter at Fantastic Forum. One word on Twitter, and uh, yeah, just click that and join that chat room, and you can call it. Right. So all that, all that. We also, before we start, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin. Thanks, Scott. Hope you're doing good. I saw Scott in Discord earlier. Yeah, he pops awesome. in now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's cool. So, yeah. Um. So, yeah, before, before we start, I think it'd probably be appropriate for us to talk about uh, the loss of a legend that we had recently. Uh... Denny O'Neill passed away. And so uh, just want to acknowledge like the contribution that he made to the industry, man. Um, you know, I, I don't, didn't know him personally, obviously. Um, I've seen him a few times and he seemed like uh, always in a decent, in a decent mood, seemed like a cool guy. 
I don't know what I I don't know that his reputation was ever anything but you know a magnanimous legend, but the industry is definitely less for his passing. I don't know if any of you have anything that you might want to say, or I, I, you all very well may have had interactions with Denny O'Neill that I wasn't a part of. I don't know if anybody has anything they want to say. I met him once. I mean, he was just a class dude. Um, yeah. But I know, like, Dave Ryan actually uh, had had a lot to say about it because he, he not knew him personally, but he had met him and hung out with him a couple times. And he actually drew a... Uh, a white cover for Green Green Lantern. He did a portrait of Denny O'Neill. I'm actually looking for that. I did see now. that. It's so, amazing, yeah. as as Dave Ryan's work usually is. But yeah, some real good stuff. He was one of the dudes that really like, like you know, you talk about these uh, what's these dudes, the comic skate guys. Yeah. And if these guys were around back then, they probably would have been mad at him because he was one of the first. Not not the first, because comics has always been kind of like that, but he really pushed that whole, you know, kind of do a social commentary, reflective kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. in the overage of comics. Yeah. And he's one of the big dudes. Like, uh, I think it was the Green Lantern, Green Arrow 76 or Green Lantern 76, where... He really like they they really emphasize on the Green Lantern like they treat him like a piece of shit because he does he does all for all these other alien races but not you know black people here on on Earth yeah mm-hmm. yeah I hated that page <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm sure I've talked uh, about it on the show before yeah it, have you why did you hate it uh, because it's uh look I understand what he's doing. I understand the message. I get that, but at the same time, like this dude's complaining. Oh, what ha- you you like? I, I think like he says like you 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 do stuff for the blue people and the green people. What are you done for the black people? And I'm reading it like, well, you're living on Earth, right? Like, Dark Side was gonna like kill you and and take shit from the planet. Like he he literally saved the planet. And you know what? He's got a whole fucking sector. Of of planets he's got to take care of you, selfish mother. Sorry. But what have you done for me lately, though? Right. Oh, save the planet. I mean, you live on Earth, right, man? Right. Barely live. Like he don't. Yeah, how's this right? I mean, in, in that in that question, which kind of like I don't know if he's implying that well, you know, you're racist because you haven't done anything for black people. But in that question, he mentions you've saved. People of every fucking color in the rainbow, you know. It, it's it's just it's it's a weird thing. I understand what he was saying. I understand the message. It's it is a powerful message. I look. I get it. I understand it. It's I just your it natural been, inclination to hate. It it it, it could have been done better. It, it just it came off <laughs> kind of ungrateful the the way the way it was done. Mm. I'm not talented enough to think of a better way to do it. But that page came off as ungrateful to me. That's all. That's the equivalent of all lives matters in comics. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. So yeah, 
Denny O'Neill, thank you for your contribution. You will be missed, good sir. All right. Let's talk about some other stuff. I feel I feel like uh, there's something I'm missing that I was like, oh, man, we should definitely make sure that we talk about that. The gyms are open. Are they? Yeah. So are the strip clubs. No. I haven't gone there yet. But I tell you what I'm not doing. I'm not going to the gym or the strip club. I, I didn't go to the strip club before COVID, so I'm not going after. But it, it's fun because this gym, Oz was telling us about what it's like going to the gym over there. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's in the Midwest. They're not a hotbed of, of germs. You know, that's not where everybody from all over the world lands. Right. You know? So right. th- their cases are smaller. They can probably do the gym like that. I figured here, you know, after because we rolled everything out in stages, it'd be different. I go and I say, dude, let me go work out. They tell me, okay, you just need to have a towel and a mask. And then I go, okay, cool. I'll come back tomorrow. Cause I was just checking to see, I have to make sure I, there's no like wait times or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I go, and I have my towel in my backpack, and then the guy goes, hey, you don't have a towel. I'm like, no, it's in my backpack. I said, well, I need to see it. And I'm like, well, I just balled everything up and threw it in there because, you know, it is 5 in the morning, and I just want to get the fuck out the house so I can get to my workout quick and be at work at 7. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, can you just take it out? I'm like, no, I'm not because you're going to see all my underwear and shit, even though I don't wear underwear, but I carry something in my backpack. But so I'm like, here, just I'll buy a fucking towel. And uh, he's like, sell me the towel. All right, cool. As soon as I hit the corner after checking in, nobody's wearing a mask. Mm. And it's like, I'm okay. Like, look, I get it. There's, there's being wearing a mask is a sign of femininity or some shit. I don't know. Um, maybe it's a sign of having some consideration for mother for others, and that's why they don't want to wear a mask because they're a bunch of fucking narcissistic, selfish fucks. Fine, I'll take the risk. I'm willing to risk my health to improve my health at the gym. I get it. If I really want to be safe, I wouldn't leave the house at all. I get it. But then on my way out, this motherfucker that was wasting my time for a towel. And his boss are yucking it up with another motherfucker, none of them wearing a mask. Mm. Right in the lobby where I have to walk through their fucking spit in the air to get to my fucking car. And I'm like, yeah. You wasted five minutes of my time and five dollars of mine. But you're over here laughing in this motherfucker's face. COVID storm. Yeah. The, so, the, you know why they did that? Hey, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, it's hacked. Yeah, I forgot to tell you, hacked on the line. What up, hacked? At least your gyms are open. Illinois still hasn't opened their gyms. I gotta go to Iowa. Yeah, uh, look, I, I'm, I, I'm glad they're open. I get to work out and stuff. But you know, we're gonna have to shut down again. These motherfuckers think it's over, and it's not. It's just, now they can bury you, and now. They can test you, and now they can hospitalize you easier. That's it. That's the only difference. But you're still the same amount of risk, and it's not over. Just because you're not thinking about it doesn't mean it's not there. 
man. Have you seen Arizona? Yeah, Arizona's fucked we're, up, but fucking I mean, stupid, man. I feel bad for Hex because Hex like trying to do shit, quote unquote, right. I'm not gonna say it's the right thing to do because it's all individual shit, but you know, it's up. I mean, it, it is the right thing to do, and I guess today the governor finally said, okay, masks are required because the whole time everything was real lax, like. Hey, you know, yeah. we suggest that you wear a mask, and nobody was. One or two people, yeah. maybe, but you know, you, when you look at the numbers, it's like, no, we got a bunch of stupid motherfuckers that you got to tell. You have to order them because they ain't good on their own. <laughs> they yeah. walk in the street because there's no sign that says don't walk. You know what I mean? And so- the problem is. That they protest about it like it's a civil freedom or a human right, and it's like, <sighs> yeah, it, it it is. Like th- these motherfuckers in Orange County, they they posted their county health officials' address. Mm-hmm. She happens to be Jewish, and all of a sudden you got all these white supremacists. I don't know where they came from in Orange County. I never knew Orange County to have them, <laughs> but. All of a sudden, swastika and uh, effigies of her getting lynched, and yeah, uh, she had to step down. She quit. They're, they they're they're on their third health director in less than a month. See, that's that's, crazy, that's fucked up shit. And it's weird because when you think of Orange County, you think of wealthy white people. When you think of wealthy white people, you think educated, kind of, you know, mild mannered. And, and you know that that's the game. That's how they they programmed us. But these motherfucker in Orange County, these motherfuckers are fucking hicks. <laughs> I don't think they're hicks. I, no, I think they're, they're fucking just... hicks, Larry. Like that's the type of shit you see. Like not even Larry the Cable Guy would act like these dudes. Well, I, what what it is is entitlement, and that's what Orange County's all about. Like they're not used it, to. It, but generally it, speaking, don't get me wrong. There's there's plenty of amazing good people that live in Orange County, and also some that aren't wealthy, that are, like, you know, just trying to get by like everybody else, but there's a good portion of people that just, you know, they, they're used to being able to do whatever they want, and now that somebody's telling them they have to do something, they don't like it. It's, so, it's, you know, it's that's, a, that's what it boils down to. I understand what you're saying. It's a, it's a breeding ground for Karens. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of Karens in Orange County. Yeah, that, yeah that's, where but, they, that, that's where they come from. Right. Like that, that's where the birth you know but it's just one of these things where it's like when when you've been able to live your entire life with nobody being able to tell you what to do and now somebody's like listen you can't come in here unless you have a mask you're like what do you mean I, you can't tell me what to do it's like Isn't you know this is when they're like oh this is, um, this is America and it's like oh okay well I guess it's America for you how- isn't that how that one kid got away with a bunch of shit, like running over somebody because he was affluent? Because he was what? Affluent. He he was too rich to know what was wrong or right. Yeah. I listen. I don't know if that was an actual defense, but no, I'm, that was I'm an sure somebody defense. tried it. Oh, like, that I, was I, a I legit defense. I believe it. Where he was just like, "Listen, no one's ever told me no. So how? how why now?" But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could see I'm, that. I'm too stupid. To I can totally see right. that. The weird thing, Larry, is like you know, my business is in Long Beach. Um, I they have their own health department. They've been actually kind of, they've been all okay. 
you know, I, I've met more people in Long Beach who have been affected by this directly than L.A., um, but it's just it's a smaller town and, and people right. are a little more, you know, and not like L.A. L.A. LA's on a whole other level. And I'm in a weird part of L.A. myself where it's not really mm-hmm. L.A. So, mm-hmm. um, but because of Orange County opening up the way they did, Long Beach was forced to because a lot of the people that work in Orange County live in Long Beach and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be having all those that cross pollination mm-hmm. and the natives get restless. Yeah. So I, I feel they were forced to, and a lot of my clientele, whether they're sheriffs, health department officials, city officials, um, city employees, restaurant employees, they're in Orange County and Long Beach, and they're telling me about these restaurants. Yeah. Uh, the supermarkets. I got supermarket employee clients. I got uh, one of these ladies. Um, I cut her kids' hair. She works for the health department. She said, she goes, you know, ever since Orange County opened up, we saw spikes in Long Beach. But then once Memorial Day came, we saw a big spike. Once the riot came, we saw a couple bigger spikes. And I kind of asked her, like, you think we might shut down again and she just gave me a blank look because there it might merit another shutdown i don't think they're gonna do one they're just gonna let people get sick and now they're just more equipped to handle it to either bury them or treat them yeah but that's the thing though where it's like the the issue why we had to shut down the first time was that more people would be getting sick, then we have the ability to treat at once. Right. Now we have so, the ability to treat them. <laughs> even well, if well we, have, we have expanded capabilities, but we still yeah. can't treat everybody at once. So yeah. it's like, if we just stay open and people just keep getting sick, it's not like we're not going to run out of room eventually. It's going to be a flattened curve, but it's going to be flat at the top. You know what I mean? Like a mesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's what basically you know people keep talking about second wave, second wave, second wave, and it's like we really haven't gotten through the first wave, yeah. so we can't we can't say second wave yet. This isn't a second wave that's happening. This is us not flat. Like li- li- well, the curve is flattened, but the cases haven't gone to the point where we could be like, oh, okay, so we basically are for the most part have stopped the epidemic. It's like, nah, man, we, we're in it. Yeah. So, since we've gotten you warmed up and primed, should we jump into HBO Max? Oh, One, God. two, three. <laughs> I mean, there, I can talk a lot more. It's just my experience. But I, at this point, I feel like we need to do a Corona show of life in the Corona. Corona I'm Forum. Saying, Corona. I'm yeah, Corona Forum. Corona Forum. I, I like. <laughs> I, I, you know, I would like to keep talking about the pandemic because yeah. it's not as sad as HBO Max. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, where the hell is yeah. the mute button on Podbean? Or is Look, it just that's not non-existent, man? Like they're like, if you got to pee, then we got to hear it, heck. Yeah, that's, that's hey. premium. Yeah. <laughs> 
bring, yeah, bring in the Fantastic Four microphones. That's I it. mean, you're you're on your phone, right? There's a volume button. No, yeah. but that only that only shuts you guys out. That doesn't shut. Right. Doesn't shut yeah. The more Listen, disturbing part that. is that there's a there's some kind of sound when something happens that kind of sounds like a gunshot. <laughs> Every once in a while, and it, it goes off in my headphones. And I kind of like look around, like what what was happening? I did, I did hear that. that, that I didn't hear it. Well, <laughs> Mo, you're broadcasting, so you might not hear it, but we hear it. it. All right, I'm gonna play this review music. We'll jump into heck. You're reviewing something too, right? I can. I guess. Re- All right. Well, we'll 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 allow time for that. Uh, yeah. Here's the review. Review. Like review. Oh, not not like that, but like. Theater. 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 Tiger Claw actually said the curve isn't completely flat. It's more like a crooked because of stupid people. And you know what? Tiger Claws made more sense than a lot of these fucking officials. Oh yeah, I don't always agree with Tiger Claw, but when I do, it's because there's some stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> a sign of 2020, man. Yep. Listen, the only place that Tiger Claw lacks any common sense is with entertainment. That's it. <laughs> Tiger Claw's <laughs> a good, sensible guy. He has terrible taste in movies and and TV, and that's it. That's all. <laughs> it just turns out that that's what we usually are talking about. <laughs> hey, and. And if anybody in the Podbean chat wants to call in, let me know so I can drop out. There it is. You heard it here first. Jay, talk about HBO Max, man. Okay, so HBO Max, uh, one through three, it's a comic about a dog that's going around giving people superpowers and them using those powers to help people. Um, these first three issues are more introductory. Um, so they're light on story and heavy on character. Um, so are there going to be Ivan Cohen? Oh, go ahead. Are there going to be more? Like, it's um, not, not one shot? Like, I thought that was it. Was it says at the end of the beginning, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming after the end of the beginning, the beginning of the middle starts. <laughs> I hate it so much. Well, I, so, I, I don't know how he kept that all in, in one coherent idea, but good job. <laughs> I like, hate it so much. Professional, man. Like, and like, it made sense when he said it, but I still have trouble tracking it. Like, that's yeah. the problem with this episode. The beginning of the middle of the end. Or whatever Joe said. <laughs> so it, it's written by Ivan Cohen with art by Laura Braga, uh, color by Hi-Fi, letters by Carlos Manguel. And uh, yeah, so we meet our first person is Hector, who... Hi. Uh, wasn't able to be an astronaut because of his bum leg. And uh, the dog gives him a suit 
so he's able to go out into space and rescue an astronaut on the space station. Uh, next up is Brian, who wants to travel the world. So the dog gives him teleporting powers that he uses to help uh, some people during a tsunami. And Olivia is a stand-up comic who gets stretching powers um, and uh, foils a casino robbery. And so those are our main three heroes that we're, in, we're, uh, we're introduced to. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm a little conflicted on how I feel about these. Mm. Like, they're definitely bad, but there's so much potential here, I think. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. No, go go ahead. T- tell us what you think. No, about no, this. I know. Everyone knows Larry, what Larry, I think. When we talked earlier today, uh, you said that uh, that you hadn't read it yet. Did you get to actually read them? I did. All of them. I, I, yeah, I read all of them. I hate it. I hate you all. <laughs> Why us all? Like this, Joe? Because I- no, is that is that kind is. The book is that transformative. It'll mess around and make you decide to hate all types of things because it's so terrible. And you're just like, what's the name of this? Like HBO Max. It's 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 the Italian comic about freaking the app. Well, yeah, it's the comic book for for the the app. app. Yeah. How does the Snyder Cut fit into all this? It doesn't. Or it might. Listen. I know what, like, one part, like, it said dark and bold, and then side and bold on the other word bubble. Like, emphasizing dark side. You're only at the end of the beginning, but you're at, you gotta get to the beginning of the middle first. Man. If I'm not at the end of the end of this, then we're all, I'm ending it all. We're done with it. Dude, let me tell you. First of all, like, I've been reading comics a long time. And and comic books like this used to be more prevalent in, like, the nine, like the late 80s, early 90s, where you would have, like, tie-in comics for stuff. So it's not like I'm not used to this happening. What I, what I wasn't prepared for was for a comic book to come out in 2020 that felt like the worst comic of this type from 1990. Like, it, it's so bad. First of all, the dog that gives the superpowers is named Max, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why does the dog give superpowers? We don't know. They never talk about it. But I'm sure, from a branding perspective, they're like, well, it's HBO Max, and we would love to have a character called Max... And Max sounds like a dog's name, so we're going to make it a dog. Like, that is probably the conversation that was had. And some people brainstormed about this for probably, like, you know, they had a meeting, and that was the best they came up with. That's number one. Before you go on, if they don't make a little plushie of Max to give you when you sign up for HBO Max, 
the, the whole thing's worthless. Here's the thing. Max is so uninspired that you don't even want the plushie. Damn. Like, it'd be different if, like, Max was like, oh, it's like in lieu of, like, Baby Yoda or, you know, or friggin' <laughs> like something where it's like it's super cute and you're like, ah, oh, maybe I, you know, maybe. No, but it's not that. It's a regular ass dog. Not even a dog that you would want. It's just a regular dog. I want it. No, you, you don't want that dog. That dog's he, not special. You have he, you have two dogs. He's special. He has powers. You're, you have two dogs that are way more amazing than that dog. Oh, but yeah. he looks like such a good boy. Yeah, oh, he looks Okay. Then here's the other part. As awesome as my gods are, they don't give me powers. Here's the other part that pissed me off, and I was just like, uh, and you know, this is something I knew before I read it because I was just like, I, I had read like, when Jay was like, read this. I was like, what is that? The characters are named Hector, Brian, and Olivia. So with the dog Max, it's basically HBO Max. And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, this is what you're gonna do? Like, it... And you can tell by the time you get to issue three, they basically were like all tapped out. Because issue three, like, like, issue one is phoned in. Okay? It, issue two is a text message. Issue three is the post-it. It's just like... Damn. <laughs> they'll, like, maybe they'll come around and they'll see it, this note. And it's such but if they don't... three has the best, like, cover quality to interior art ratio. Oh, oh, come on, man. There's no quality in any of this. No, no the cover is good. No, I mean, well, the the cover one of like, wait, is did Jim Lee do that cover? No, no, no. Amanda, Jim Lee did a, one of the covers. Amanda Connor did also did a cover. Yeah, like, Amanda are you trying to say Amanda Connor isn't good? Like, are you telling me she's terrible? Like, is that what you're trying I, what to I, say? What I'll like, say is, is that this. the ridiculousness that's coming out of your mouth? <laughs> what I'll say is this: is amazing artists. Portraying uninspired characters isn't high art. Well, comic book isn't high art. No, like I disagree. Now, one thing I did want to mention, um, I know you seem to have a problem with the dog giving people superpowers, which it's not a terrible idea. Like we've seen stuff like that before. Yeah. So I'm not sure why that would be like such a deterrent. Well, for the you. dog but disappears. I mean, in Super Freaks, in Super Freaks, they're given powers by an old Winnebago. <laughs> what? What Super Freaks? It's a Comicsology original comic. Um, amazing artwork. Uh, you should definitely read it just for the like. The artwork alone is worth reading it for. But the story is actually pretty good too. But yeah, I mean, all kinds of things give powers in comic books. Yeah. But see, so the Hold dog. On. Go ahead. Go. So here's the thing: like the actual concept of the dog giving it powers, 
like I actually found that interesting. Like that's the most interesting thing about this fucking book. Um, but the fact that it, all it is is to really tie into the programming the app is gonna get. Like I remember at one point they're like, oh. They mentioned like he's using the app on his suit because the suit for some reason the the first the first power they gave was a technological suit that had telepathic powers, but the little like HUD was a Huli uh, software, which is a like a promotion for Silicon Valley, you know. So it's programming there. Then there's like nods to friends and um, uh, the night of and other HBO shows and even like in the third one the one that you don't like Larry uh, he goes like oh I played in the north side and you know let me tell you the north never forgets and that's like a nod to Game of Thrones like these little puns they throw in there to like promote shows is fucking idiotic and it's (laughs) also just written so terribly that the best thing is the dog. like now I want a really good comic where a dog Gives you powers, but but this dog just disappears and then there's a remote. No, I, I get it. I, I get it. I'm saying the idea that the dog gives you powers is the interesting part. What how they actually execute it is fucking garbage. I'm putting uh, in in our in our uh, Podbean chat the link to uh, all three covers. You can see who drew them or whatever, and on Discord too. Um, but the the, third, the the problem was like you know the first issue was drawn by the cover by Jim Lee, and the art inside was like a Jim Lee in uh it, it wasn't as consistent to the cover to the point where like I didn't I just didn't know what was going on at some point you know it was still good art it's just not laid out properly, and then the third one. The cover I really liked, and when I went inside, I didn't feel that much disparity between the interior art. Oh, by the way, Larry, I just learned what disparity means through this whole Black Lives Matter thing. But um, (laughs) yeah, there's not that much disparity in art and the cover um, in issue three, and that made it a little bit more enjoyable than the rest of the other books. I, I don't. I don't like any of it. Like, and I, I I'll tell you, man, it was like it was. I was really angry. You know what? You know what it was too was that I don't. No, no Marvel books came out this week. Oh yeah. Oh, so that way, bothered man. me too. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm mad because HBO Max made me mad. That's why I'm mad. But it's intensified by the fact that I couldn't even clean my palette on like an X Men issue. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't even go away and be like, okay, well, yeah, that happened, but let me go read something good yeah. from this week. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. well, then I guess this is what I got. I had I'll go read my, my House and Powers of X hardcover. I had the same thing, Larry, but it, it, I, I'm, I'm in the... Look, I don't want to get back on the road thing, but because of how my weeks have been so far... I've, my anger has been misdirected where it's usually angered by pop culture shit. It's mm-hmm. 
I don't have enough for pop culture shit. So, but I did yeah. like you know, like after reading this, like, no, I gotta read some real fucking comics, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like I can't talk just about this on tonight's show, like, because this is just shameless, tripe, slop garbage. I just don't even understand. One, I don't understand why they decided to do it because a lot of comics like this aren't made anymore because they kind of realize, like, well, you know, like the like it's not, like let's put it like this: there are definitely comics that get made to promote people or things, but they haven't done comics like this that were so blatantly marketing tools in a long time, and that's because they understood. That you know, audiences are more sophisticated than this now. Did, did they charge people for these? No, it's free. I was okay. actually just about to bring that up, where all of the comics you're talking about, people actually have to pay for. So this, like, giving this out for free is, I mean, I think that it's a waste a of, of everyone's out time. Of it. Not if you like Amanda Connor covers. Yeah. No, no, dude. Let me tell you. This is a waste of everyone's time who was involved. Like, not just our time as consumers, but the time of the people that wrote it, the time of the people that drew it on the inside, the cover, the the amazing artists that took the time to make. Like, what other book could Amanda Connor have been making a cover for when she was doing this? Oh. Well, here's Amethyst. the thing. These, there you go. These whole books were conceived, contrived, executed, and unfortunately not delivered, but during the shutdown. Made in the fifth level of hell. <laughs> yeah, like I'm these brood Like this is how you keep Amanda Connor, Jorge Jimenez, and Jim. Well, not Jim Lee. But that's how you keep those guys working through the comic shutdown. Like, if I had subscribed to HBO Max and I had read this book, I would unsubscribe. You know what? This makes me realize how stupid the color purple is for that app. Say what? Like, the color Also, you don't like Adventure Time. Wait, what? It's very non-sequitur. I don't, I don't know that I've... I don't well, know. No. I, I mean, formed a, would... formed an opinion on Adventure Time. Right, but I mean, if you unsubscribe, then you can't watch the new episodes. So I mean, there's nothing to keep you there. Like you don't like Adventure Time, so of course you would unsubscribe. New Adventure Time is only coming on HBO Max. Yeah. 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 Sheesh. In that fact, sucks for, Cartoon for Network you released the first. No, it doesn't. I'm I'm fine. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Be there day one. It turns like, out I'm actually going to watch more of the new Adventure Time than I did of the old Adventure Time. <laughs> and they released the first four episodes of Bemo, which is great. Like, I'm so excited for more. Uh, Joe, I have a weird question because you're probably more uh, well versed in HBO Max, which, by the way, I found out this week that Roku doesn't have HBO Max. So I'm pissed as fuck, but yeah, um, I get that. I finally feel how you feel about DC Universe. Um, 
But it, it, it was supposed to have Cinemax stuff too, right? Is that what HBO Max was supposed to be? If you paid for Cinemax. Now, I think people were just kind of assuming that because of the name. Yeah. But no, they're not officiated with uh, Cinemax. Okay. All right. Never mind that. Now, speaking of DC Universe, um, <laughs> again, thank you, Oz, for giving me an Xbox One. Uh, I've been able to watch DC Universe on my TV now. Yeah. So, you know, Oz, I'm- heck, step away from your microphone a little bit. Uh, okay. Right. A little more. Uh huh. A little more. My, my arm doesn't go so far, man. Okay. Uh, that should be okay. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say I was more black man than Trump dude, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you wanted me to check out Swamp Thing. Yeah. And so I started to watch that. Like. I think I'm going to finish um, Doom Patrol first before I get more into it. Okay. Because you wanted me to watch that too. Yeah. I've got like three episodes left. I'm, I'm going to have... Yeah, you guys are right. Doom Patrol I'm, is fantastic. Hold on. I, look, I, I'm, I have questions for you. So we're going to get to that. Let's just wrap up this HBO Max 1, 2, 3. Like what? Yeah, it's five, terrible. I, how, how many negative? How, I give it negative seven, seven control like push plays out of out of negative five. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Negative out of negative? That's positive. No, no, no. If the no, most I can give negative. negative five, I'm giving it negative seven. Or the okay. least I can give it is negative okay. five, but it's gets right. it's 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 bust through the bottom. Yeah, so HBO Max one two three bust through the bottom. That's the tagline. Negative seven, ineffective dog tags. Why? Why is it ineffective dog tags? Because every time they look at the dog tags, they never found the owner. They just got powers, so the dog's still lost. Why? Why would they look at the dog tag? Does a remote appear in their hand? Again, defective. You know, that's the so kind much. of defect I, I would like. Like, if I saw a dog and I touched his collar and got superpowers, like, that sounds like an amazing defect to have. Like, I want a dog with that defect. I don't know if I would ever use those powers. You don't want to just carry a well, I mean, I will say, there was that one what if where... Uh, what if the Fantastic Four all had the same powers? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, ben and Sue, uh, like in the one where they all have like uh, Mr. Fantastic's powers, they hated the powers, and so like they never used them, and they went off to live together. So I can imagine you doing that, not using your powers and going off to live together with someone, and that's fine. But Some do. I feel like I would use superpowers if I had them. What do you rate this? So anyway, um, I actually don't have a problem with tie-in stuff. I used to watch a lot of it back in the day, read a lot of it. And this is not the worst. 
And oh, how dare there's you. definitely potential. Dude, there's so oh. many terrible comics, terrible tie-in comics that that this is, doesn't even pale in comparison. And there's potential here. Like, I want to see where they go from here. So I'll give it a three. If there's if there's any more of these that come out, oh, <laughs> damn! I like I'm just like I, I I'll be the first one that's like we should sell DC Comics. It, well, look, wait for the news. <laughs> uh, what what do you think, Mo? I I am starting to not. Uh, like HBO Max needs to hurry up, nut up, man. I, I, I'm, you know, I enjoy watching Friends, and I've already watched, you know, like, well, put it on Roku for one, do that, and then there's stuff I want to watch on there. Like, I'm down to watch the Sopranos again, like, so, um, but yeah, I, I, I need to like. I, I was under the impression that Cinemax was going to be part of it, and now it's not. So the fourteen ninety nine really seems steep. HBO Max issues one through three collectively might be in the top three thing worst things that happened in twenty twenty. Well, here's the thing. The HBO Max. Look, I, I sorry, I, I rated the app instead of the comics, but <laughs> that's uh, how angry I'm, I'm at the app. But um, how I feel about the app and how the comics came out actually is, is conclusive to each other. I don't know if I'm using that right. Like <laughs> they, they work together well. Uh, HBO Max three does a really good job of giving you an expectation of what you're gonna have when you deal with. HBO Max. Like, even that spaceship they're looking for, like, that was a nod to 2001 Space Odyssey, which is on HBO Max, but it's not, like, HBO Max didn't create it. Like, you get that DVD for five bucks at Target. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing that you're picking up all these references. Oh, I picked up all of them, dude. That's what pissed me off the most, where it's like, it's shameless production, it's shameless promotion, but it's not for anything, like, I mean, I love 2001 Space Odyssey. Like, that shit's, like, I still think that if that movie is optimistic of what humanity is, like, we're technically still the apes at the beginning. And uh, Stanley Kubrick really, like, that it's a prediction of what we're going to be in, like, another thousand years, maybe. But it's great. I love it. But the fact that it's on HBO Max, like, doesn't do anything for me. Like, yeah, I, like, okay, I've already gotten high and watched it 15 times straight. Like, am I going to do that again in my 30s? Like, I'm progressing in life, right? I'm evolving. Ideally. I'm not. It's unfortunate. <laughs> That's because you're still on lockdown. That is true. Once you get out of lockdown, you're gonna be like, man, HBO Max sucks. Especially if you had HBO Go, well, like if you a... already had HBO Go, like I did, like yeah, there's no real oh. reason for HBO Max to exist. I don't, I, I don't, don't think that exists anymore. No, it doesn't. It turns into it, but yeah. But 
the truth is, I, I, the reason why I was excited for HBO Max has not changed. Like, the animation coming is going to be amazing. But it's like, coming. I know some people have already... Some people have already seen the first uh, episode of Close Enough, and they love it. So, yeah, it's not it here now. now, but it will be soon. Like, Adventure Time Distant, Distant Lands will be here soon. Um, I forgot what the other animated joint is supposed to be, but good things are coming. And... and you know, with animation being kind of one of my bigger interests, I'm going to get some good shit with HBO Max. It's safe to say I've been to read these, right? No. Okay, listen, yeah, it's I, safe to say that. Oz, Oz is the big winner. <laughs> Like Oz, Oz is like I, I definitely feel like Oz is the guy making the best decisions on the call right now. Oz, just buy them; they're free. <laughs> Maybe if there's a sale. Listen, if 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 they're not paying you to read them, you better not read it. Damn! I'll tell you right now, I'll whip your ass, Oz. Wow. It's gonna give you the business. Look, I, I okay. I've, been reading, I've been reading Harley Quinn. I'm good. <laughs> now, let me ask this question real quick before we move on. Why is it that when I was like, HBO Max isn't necessarily bringing anything to the table that I see or makes me feel like I need it? I was a hater, but when Mo's like. I don't need HBO Max. All of a sudden, it's like everybody's like, well, I mean, Jay, you did say, okay, well, I I believe that it's going to pay off because there's animated things coming eventually. But it's kind of like, oh, all I'm saying is there was stuff that people wanted to watch on Disney Plus day one. No, there wasn't. <laughs> Sure, there was. I mean, yeah. realistically, there's there was stuff I wanted to watch on HBO Max day one. Yeah, the, and me too. But no more. No, I, it's just they did the same thing. They gave you old stuff that you liked with the promise of new stuff, and then they gave you a little bit of new stuff that's you know okay. And that's what they requested. This is they they repeated the same shit and. I you got know. you got Mandalorian day one, right? Yeah, one good show, and then a bunch of garbage, and then a bunch of old shit. Wait, so we say the what, what's? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You're saying garbage in regards to stuff you didn't want to watch on this. Right. Stuff that's not worth my money. Now the price point is another one. HBO Max is a lot more expensive than Disney Plus. That's true. So that that's that why I was like at fourteen ninety nine with Cinemax. Because the Cinemax app is no good. Like, you can't do shit with it. And there's no... They, they don't have an app for, like, Apple TV and shit. So it's like, if HBO Max gives you that, too, there's a lot of shows that I used to watch that I want to keep watching. And then, you know, like, I, I know Outcast is on, like, season three, 
like I don't know if it started yet or not, but um, like Outcast is one that I want to watch, and I don't want to bootleg it because I want to give them the ratings money because that shit's good. And so I was waiting for the app, and it, it's no, there's no Cinemax in it. So now it's like, the fuck am I gonna do? Like I'm paying fifteen bucks to wait for Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mo. Yeah. While you're waiting, you should definitely watch Infinity Train. You know, Infinity if, Train is good. Yeah. If you if they had a Roku one, yeah. Because, you know, remember, Joe, you talked about your PS4 breaching your secretive identity and all that. Uh, so I took it off, and then the credit card company said that I don't have that vulnerability anymore because I took it out of the shop. So now I don't have anything at the shop to watch anything. So I bought a Roku, and I don't know how – first of all, I don't know how anybody buys Roku. Like, I only bought it. It had a good price. It, it had the, the 4K, the HDR. Uh, but the shit's a fucking dongle for HDMI. Like, I had to buy an adapter to put it in so that it's not breaking my TV port, you know? And then on top of that, it's like it doesn't have shutter. Well, no, it has shutter, but it doesn't recognize my password. So that might be my problem. But it doesn't have... DC Universe, and it doesn't have HBO Max. Roku has DC Yeah, Universe. unfortunately, HBO Max was not able to get deals with Roku or Amazon. Yeah, yeah it, do- it doesn't have so, HBO Max, but it does have DC Universe, because that's what I watch it on. Okay. Which Roku do you have? Um, I'd like Plus or something. It, it looks like a little, like a little memory stick. That you just yeah, shoved into the side of your TV. That's the one I have. Okay, I don't know. I'll look. I'll search again, but it didn't. It didn't come up. Yeah, it doesn't have Max though, because I, I looked for that too and yeah. it didn't have it. Um, and it doesn't have Verve either. That I haven't searched, so I couldn't. Yeah. Tell. No, I I searched that and it gave me this other thing called VR video, which is no good. <laughs> oh, VR video. Yeah, I think that's, that's how you spell verb. Uh, Tiger Claw says, "Get a Fire TV stick." And honestly, the I, I have I, they don't I have, have they don't have HBO Max. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I have had two Fire Kindles, and from what I see from the Fire Stick, it's just a shitty version of the Kindle. And even if you have like Google Drive and stuff, it's just an app to a link, not. It's like a bookmark, so it's not an actual app. So, I, honestly, like I think I'm, I I, I don't know. I, I'll see if I still have the box for the Roku. I'll get rid of it, send it back, and then just fucking pay three hundred bucks for the Apple TV. Like that's worth it. It has everything, and it just like I don't have to put in no passwords. Everything just goes in from my phone. Like, don't you have an Xbox? Doesn't that have everything? Yeah, but it's at home. I don't have it at the show. Oh, I'm I'm out of extra Xboxes. Yeah. No, I, I'm <laughs> I'm supposed to get another. A customer's giving me his, but you know. Well, I don't know when the new one comes out, though. I might have yeah. extra. I was thinking of buying an all digital one, but the price went up on it now. It's not cheap anymore, so I'm not the doing digital it. Xbox. 
Yeah, the one without the disk drive. Yeah. What? It'll it'll come back down when the new one comes out. Yeah, but by then, yeah. what I've noticed from Xbox is that the apps, the 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 people that make the apps, like HBO and all of them, they stop giving support and get rid of the server space on for the older consoles. Like a specific console. Like I watched that happen. It happened to me, where it's like you just yeah, there's no support for it anymore. So like that that bandwidth they just take out because not enough people are using it. So it goes obsolete for that really quick. Uh, Tiger Claw says, get the Mi Box. It's Android TV. It will have all those apps. I don't know what a Mi Box is, and I don't know how much it is, but we'll see. Don't you have a, a smart TV? Not at the shop. I have it at home, no. but I, I don't like smart TV. It listens to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I realize like, half the shit that I got on Roku, my TV will actually do yeah. it. Two, yeah, I, I don't have my um my smart TV with like it has no internet access or anything. Like I just I just leave, I just leave it as a dumb TV, and I use my Apple TV because that that Apple only gives information to the FBI and it calls it a leak. So at least they have the decency to like at least tell you that they're not doing it while doing it. <laughs> I think I have an extra Apple TV too. I, but it, I don't it's have an older one. Interest. Yeah. Well, I just say I have little interest in Apple TV until Foundation comes out. But see, that's just the app. Like you can, I can actually get Apple TV on Roku. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I just signed into my Apple account and through Apple TV. Huh, maybe through Apple TV, I can get HBO Max. If I link my account at home, and then I just use the Apple TV app at work on oh. That's how good Apple TV is. You don't even need an Apple TV hardware to use it. Your phone is the Apple TV. Yeah, yeah, my phone is. Oh, do you need an Apple? Like, you need an iPhone to have Apple? Well, it's the same profile, so no. Apple the TV is just it's just a box. It's like it's like Roku, but if you have a phone, oh, they no. they talk to each other. Yeah. Oh. So everything like I like if I watch something on YouTube and I don't get to finish it while like I'm on the bus or whatever, like I can pick it up on the TV. Yeah, I hear you. So yeah, all in all, Apple TV is the best streaming box if you don't want to use a smart TV. The end. If you, don't want to use, if you don't want to use a smart TV. Yeah, but it depends because it's also a user interface thing. Like, Apple TV just has a, a really good user interface. It's just easy to use. You can just talk into it. Like, I literally, <laughs> on my Apple Watch, I'm like, I lost the remote because it's so slim and, and thin. And I, I go to my watch, I go, hey, Siri, where did I put the, where's the, where's my remote? And it didn't tell me where it was, but it just turned into a remote. And it's like, okay, here. So I just hit play, turn it off, like, from my watch. That's cool. Yeah, you can use your phone as a remote, too. Yeah. But I don't like that. It's too bulky. All right. What are we talking about? Oh, well, actually, we should probably do let's, – let's go into the whole well, heck, Doom Patrol thing. Oh, oh, heck, I'm sorry. Heck, you do have a review. Heck. 
He's asleep. Hex asleep. <laughs> Wake up, Hex. What? Hex. Siesta time. No. La Migra. <laughs> See, this is what happens when I mute button. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, you found the mute button? <laughs> no, I said this is what happens because I had to take off. Oh, okay. I didn't bring you guys. What What'd you want me for? Oh, well, well, you had a review for a Superman Exile, right? Yes. Or, or why did you call in? I guess this is the best question. <laughs> oh, I, I was calling in to talk about the Corona. Oh. Ah. And then I was going to ask if anybody read uh, Death Metal. No. Did Death Metal come out? Yep. Today? What? Yesterday, Today? Oh. Well, yesterday. Yeah, technically yesterday. Oh, see, listen. Look, DC with their disruption. Disruption! Uh, Lawrence, here's the funny thing. You actually go to Midtown, and they'll they'll have two comic book release dates. They'll have, like, for this week, the 16th and the 17th. You click on today, it still gives you all the DC titles. So it's not like... Mm -hmm. It's not like the 16th is reserved for DC. And if you go to the 16th, you get every, you get the Marvel titles too. So it's not like like they're actually separating it. It's just like an extra page for no reason. It's ridiculous. We'll talk more about it in the news, I'm sure. Why is Superman but in anyway. a mask? Does he got the corona? He well, got something. I'm looking at the cover. I'll post it in so chat. He's actually more vulnerable. Yeah, he's um, more vulnerable to corona. <laughs> So Superman Exile is an old-ass story that came out in 89, because all the good shit came out in 89. (laughs) True. True. This is the continuation of another story that they had in DC where uh, some aliens invaded. I don't know. I never read that one. But I guess uh, some bad Kryptonians came. It looked like Zod... And the three of them. And I guess Superman killed them. And he was all, oh, why did I do this? You know, he was a lot killed, more remorseful him. than Man of Steel Superman. Right. So he took off from the planet because he didn't want to do anything like that ever again. Mm-hmm. So he goes planet hopping, goes to a different place, trying to find a place to live for himself. And, uh... Man, I wish I had done this weeks ago because I can't remember too much of it. But anyway. It's okay. Take your time, Heck. Take your time. But not too it long. Good, it was a good story, though. Um, he uh, goes planet hopping, helps some people here and there, but doesn't want to get relied on because he doesn't want the same thing to happen there that happened on Earth. Then he ends up in this... Uh, Kind of like a thing, like World War Hulk, where Hulk ends up in this tournament kind of thing. Except this is run by Mongol. And the way it plays out, it's like the first time Mongol meets Superman or something. And you got to remember, this is happening after the crisis on Infinite Earths. So Superman enters this tournament fighting these people... He ends up going through it to the main the main uh, champion dude of the tournament, Mongol's chosen one. And uh, while this is happening, there's some guard, some helper dude that's like, oh, man, 
my mentor has to see this guy. He's, he's crazy. So he goes to this old man like some kind of sage on another asteroid or something nearby. And apparently this dude is an old-ass preacher scientist from like 3,000 years before that was on Krypton. That was preaching whatever bullshit he was preaching. And um, he was there for the fall of Krypton. Like he took off right before everything blew up. He ended up with what the Kryptonians had made to fight some kind of threat. And it ends up being the Eradicator. The Eradicator just looks like this. Uh, for lack of a better term, it looks like a big-ass butt plug. And uh, so they're whooping. Makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah. So they're... Superman's going through this tournament. He's He beats the champion dude, but refuses to kill him, refuses to kill anybody. So Mongol's pissed off, like, wow, why didn't you kill him? You got to kill him, and this is for the people. And, you know, all that bullshit. So they end up, uh, Mongol tries to kill Superman. They end, they end up in a fight, tries to kill him. Superman's pretty weak because he hasn't been around a yellow sun very much this whole time. So... You, you know how those climaxes go, you know, do sex machina and all that. So <laughs> Superman ends up the the sage ends up with Superman, gives him the the Kryptonian butt plug. Superman sticks it up his ass and gets all powerful. And uh, you know, Bing Bang Boom, Superman <laughs> learns his lesson and all that, goes back to Earth and everything's gravy. Uh, you should read this story because it explains a lot more in depth and gives you some uh, knowledge about Krypton. I don't know how and much Kryptonian butt plugs. Yeah, exactly. Well, they only have the one. Oh, Kryptonian yeah, so you got, you, butt plugs. They, they, they would have had to pass it around. Oh, yeah. But um, it's it was an interesting book in that. It had a lot of history for Krypton. It had a lot of history that would lead into a lot of stuff that happened during the death of Superman. Like, it, it fleshes out a lot of backstory stuff. Especially with the, the Kryptonian butt plug, because that ends up becoming the Eradicator. Right. That's wild. It, it's a considering how old it is, and only reading, gosh, maybe two comics out of this thing when I was little. It it gives a lot of story, background story on Superman on Krypton, and it's one of the better Superman stories I've ever read. Like a story arc with Superman. Yeah. I'll tell you this much: it was a lot better than Lonely Place of Dying in terms of because uh, they they basically came out at the same time, and it wasn't didn't have that '80s feel that Lonely Place of Dying had. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, was, so, what would you read it, Heck? Um. 
How many Kryptonian butt plugs out of five? There you go. Yeah, four, four Kryptonian butt plugs out of five. The the art was really good. Indeed. I, I think uh I think Jurgens was in that one too, so Oz would like it. <laughs> well, he was in the butt plug. Uh, he, maybe. You needed Jurgens on the butt plug for it to work. No, jeez. <laughs> but um, yeah, the art like well, that's not that bad, Larry. Come on, we said worse on the air. You said worse. I usually, I've texted Mo usually... worse about what I'm gonna do to Jurgens. No. And then Mo post it. Yeah. Publicly. <laughs> Oh, I blur out your name. And I'm like, this fan mail is crazy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you just got to connect the dots. I basically completed crazy. it right there. Like, nobody knew it was you till now. <laughs> you know that I'm on Instagram. there's an included picture of me sneaking up on him. <laughs> I said Photoshop. Allegedly Photoshop. All right. So amethyst. Oh, amethyst. I forgot about amethyst. What? Ameth- you hate amethyst? Why do you hate amethyst? No, no. I don't. I. I just said I forgot about amethyst. Was all I said. I didn't say anything oh. more than that. Yeah, I get it. Strong woman, lead character. All right. Oh, go, Joe. Son of a typical, typical Larry. All right. So, amethyst is. A princess from Gym World. Uh, she lives on Earth too. She has like Earth parents, but her main parents are dead. Uh, supposedly dead. And uh, this story is about her going back to Gym World for her 16th birthday and finding that her kingdom is gone and all her friends have turned against her. And the only people that will help her are like people she doesn't trust uh, who normally she wouldn't trust but you know for the situation uh, she has to turn to them for help uh, because it turns out that her parents are alive and they're being held captive in Amethyst by Lord Opal and so she's gathering uh, people to help her fight and uh, journey to Opal to go free her people and her parents. Um, this book is written and drawn by Amy Reader with the lettering by Gabriella Downey. And uh, it's pretty good. Like, I think this is one of the more interesting Amethyst runs that I've read. Um, Have you read any of like the nineties, like early nineties, late eighties? No, I haven't. Um, I actually started reading with the New Fifty Two. Okay. And I watched the animated shorts. Those um, were good. Yeah, those were good. But I, I am enjoying this one. Um. It comes off of a, like it's supposed to be kind of like after her Teen Titans, or I'm sorry, Young Justice, like it's supposed to be coming out of that, I think. 
so it's a little hard to place when this is happening because she's still there with them. But, uh, yeah, I like it. Like, she's actually a pretty interesting character. And Amy Reader does a good job uh, showing a lot of things happening with a small amount of space. Um, yeah, she's she's good at this. I'm going to check out more of her stuff. Um, she actually did uh, Ironheart, which uh, she did a run on that. So I'm going to check that out. Like this inspired me to check out more of her work. So how would you uh, the art is pretty good? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Like, how would you compare this one to, like, the New 52 one? Um, a lot. It's it's better. Like, it, I think it's more fun than the New 52 one. Okay. Um, like, that started out, like, kind of hyper-serious. And this one, like, the stakes are serious. And definitely, like, it's not like the characters are like joking around for the most part. Like Amethyst is uh, definitely like warrior princessing it up, but the tone still feels kind of lighter, even though there are still like some pretty deadly stakes going on. Okay. I might have to check that out. Yeah, like, I know so far I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm definitely looking forward to issue four. Um, I would say if I had to rate it, I'd give it, like, four amethyst crystals out of five. <coughs> Sorry. No, this, you're, you're good. The corona. But yeah, like... <laughs> Oh, I hope not. I don't need anyone I know getting sick. That would suck. But yeah, like, it was definitely worth picking up. I hate to, uh, quick side note, now that we made, since we're talking about Corona, did we ever, did Hector ever tell us the results of his test? Yeah, he was negative. Pussy. What? Continue. <laughs> you are with <laughs> What? Well, I gave Heck the advice him. Like, if you want to prevent it, just eat some ass. And he did, so he's negative. Oh, jeez. Whose ass did you eat, Heck? Hey, man. Hey. And did you let I, him I, eat I don't, I don't kiss and tell. This isn't that type of show. <laughs> Since when? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get Podbean ad sent. Jeez, I, look! I thought we—I thought all games was holding us down. Turns, <laughs> Turns out it's Podbean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Pandora and Spotify. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hank, you're negative, man. And so, which means, oh, go, go ahead, go. Oh, I was gonna say, it, I was just gonna segue, but if we uh, do, still doing Rona talk. Oh, no, no, go ahead. If you got something to add for Rona stuff, go ahead. It's hard to... No, like, 
I was gonna say you had you you mentioned earlier you had questions. Oh, that was for Doom Patrol. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Swamp thing. Yeah. So, where are you on Doom Patrol? Uh, the next episode is Cyborg Patrol. Oh, Cyborg has been captured by the uh with Bureau of Normalcy. Yeah. And so. uh, Robot Man gave the watch to his daughter uh, without her knowing. Yeah. And Dang. Yeah. That's where we are. Uh, where I am. Okay. And how do you feel so far about the show? Like, I know you had uh, the pilot was a little, like, the pacing was a little weird for you. We talked about that off air, but you've gotten yeah. beyond that now. So, what, how, how do you feel about that? Like, how, how is it better than that first episode? Yeah, like I honestly like the heavy front loading of backstory for the pilot. I I just wasn't liking it, and you know going through the story, especially since we do get like a lot of backstory, like along with the current story, so. Yeah, I, I do like it a lot more. Uh, the regular episodes are paced a lot better than the pilot, I think. Okay, so far the, out of the episodes that you've seen, which one's your favorite? Um, Which one is my favorite? I don't know. Like, I mean, sure. Like, I, I don't know if I have a favorite, like, maybe Puppet Patrol, but... That's a good episode. I think they're yeah. just, like, I think I just like some of the moments more. Oh, yeah. Or, like, there are certain things I would take, like, uh, from Danny the Street, uh, that oh, episode. Yeah. The dude's name is Mara Lee Corrupt. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, yeah, that's an amazing drag name. Yeah, and uh, the court, the unicorn that was telling them, the blue unicorn that was telling them, like, what they had to do. And Negative Man is like, I don't trust that guy, but I trust that unicorn. <laughs> like, they're just like a, a lot of cool shit. In uh, in this. It's crazy because now hearing Joe talk about it, like how much happens in that first season, right? And it, it's it's I actually just started because after Joe said that the pacing issues, he's like the pacing's terrible for it, the pilot. So I started watching it again, and I didn't feel it was terrible, but I could see kind of like how he said it, like where there's they got to give you backstory to get you into it, but. Yeah, a lot happens in that. There's so much Joe hasn't seen yet. Like, there's so much he's seen, but there's so much more he hasn't seen. And I feel jealous of him getting to experiencing it, experience it for the first time. Yeah, it's it's uh, crazy to think that he didn't watch it when we did. I only have that experience of jealousy for people who are like just now watching Breaking Bad or yeah, The Sopranos. You know what I mean? I used to have it for Lost until the ending. Yeah, you know, yeah don't bother. <laughs> like, but, yeah, I wouldn't say don't bother, but just be, yeah, be ready to be disappointed. 
Yeah. Uh, one last question, Joe. Have you watched it high? <laughs> no, I actually have not been getting high since the whole... Uh, actually, it's been a while since I've gotten high. Just because of where I live now, like, I have to find a new shop. Okay. And I just haven't done it yet. All right. So, okay. But, are, you know, you're okay with leaving the house and stuff? Yeah. Okay. I might bring you some right. stuff over before the next show. And hopefully you can watch some of Doom Patrol High. Okay. And by stuff, I mean technical stuff so you could do the show better. Now, do, <laughs> right. But I, well, hold, hey, first of all, Joel has been sounded amazing uh, this yeah. episode. But Joe, did you watch the Titans episode of Doom Patrol? Yeah. Um, I actually didn't have as much of a problem with it as you guys did. Like, I, I did, I can definitely see where you, you're like. Uh, the show was a lot more fun than that particular episode. Um, but I actually did not have that much of a problem with that episode. Yeah, that Titans episode almost made me slip my wrist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, season two is coming out like July, I think. Yeah. So what, what do you all think of that? Like the, well, what you saw from preview wise. So they they released the trailer. We um we got introduced to the character, which is a new story that I never got to during our daily shows. The 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 daughter of the dude. The, the spoilers, Joe. There's a daughter of somebody. Um, Dorothy. From reading the comics, like I knew that character existed and. I knew she was coming, and I knew they were building up towards that from watching it. But um, I see the app. The app spoiled that for me uh, because okay. uh, I don't remember like where I was exactly, but it was like, "Hey, learn more about Doom Patrol," and then the next thing was like, "Learn more about Dorothy." I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I can do that," but. No, I'm not finished watching it yet. So <laughs> again, fuck DC. Well, actually, I'm not that big. Like, I'm generally fine with spoilers for the most part. So, yeah, but okay, go ahead. That character looked weird. Um, the actual look the game her looked. It didn't look like a comic, but it looked good until she started talking and moving her face and then it looked like bad but <laughs> that's kind of like how doom patrol is like a lot of it is practical effects for the most part and they make it work and it, it they, they funky it up and, and and pretty it up digitally for it's kind of psychedelic you know so i i think i'm gonna wait till i actually see a storyline with her in it and then really judge it. Like I don't want to. This is one show that I don't want to judge preemptively. You know, I judge the I judge the first season preemptively a lot, and I, it's like it looks terrible, it looks like shit, it looks. Like, and then it's like one of the best comic book shows 
<laughs> I've ever seen. So I, I'm not gonna speaking do that. Speaking of like, uh, speaking of like prosthetics and shit, um, Brendan Fraser, man, he's kind of Ooh. amazing in this. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about it on the shop earlier um, this week, where it's like, because he he somebody brought him up because I forgot I, what I was watching. Oh, I was watching Conan, the Jason Mumbo one. Um, that shit's terrible, by the way. <laughs> but, um, but he's like, it's so weird to see Jason Mumbo with like no facial hair. Like he looks like such a pussy. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why they decided to like shave him for Conan. Like he didn't need to be shaved. Like, but so it looks like more like Conan. But Conan has a beard too. When? In different comics, like in books, he's had beard. Oh, I don't. I don't think that people think of that as classic Conan. Yeah, mm-mm. I, I mean, look, the shaving thing is not what makes this classic Conan. Like th- this movie, yeah. I, I'm not going to do a review of Conan. All right, I'm still waiting I, I didn't for ask the you. Schwarzenegger King Conan because I, I have some hope for that. But we'll see when that ever comes out. But, yeah, he's like, you know who I miss as an action star is Brendan Fraser. And I'm like, dude, watch Doom Patrol. And he's like, is he action? Mm. He's like, no, because, you know, he's gotten old, but he does actually, like, there's action scenes in it. And he does just a good job of voice acting that you, it might as well be him. Like, you see Robot Man and you see Brendan Fraser. It's true. You no, know? and like, he gives that character, like, a character that doesn't look like, you can humanize, yeah. Like, humanize it to life. on anything I could expect. You guys are selling me better than HBO Max. Oh, dude. Well, <laughs> again, HBO Max. The only. A... Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was gonna say another thing that really gets me about the show is like the relatability of the characters. Yeah, it's like a lot of times they make really bad decisions. Yeah, but I'm always able to see where they're coming from. Like, it it never feels like oh they're making a bad decision because the the plot needs them to. It's like it always right. feels like they're in character, just making a really bad choice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, like I can do. empathize and sympathize. Right, like they feel like real character, like real people. Yeah, that that's another thing I was actually really impressed with. I don't know because I see th- time differently than you people who see it linearly. Um, what like have you seen where Robot Man talks to uh, Victor's dad, like Cyborg's dad? Yeah, yeah. Like, how good was that? Like seeing that like parallel between Cyborg and Robot Man, like. It felt weird to have Cyborg in it at first, but then everything they did was when they did have Cyborg in it, like really paid off for me. Was that something that you felt too, Joe? Yeah. Well, I didn't think it was weird for him to be in it, but I will say I really like what they did with him. Like the role they kind of put him in was like kind of leaderish, but you know, everyone kind of thinks he's a dick. And so yeah. they like kind of push back, and like he's like slowly winning people over and slowly getting used to 
you know, the quirks of the other people, but there's still like conflict, but it's not like unnecessary conflict. Yeah. Like, well, it was good stuff that he was like the superhero. Right. And I'll be honest, one of the things too I like is that it's not like this is like a pre a new 52 origin for him that's not connected to like a dark side of mother boxes which I kind of miss so that was cool too wait that's for cyborg yeah cool so uh, yeah like they're doing good shit with him like yeah, not that I thought he would be bad, but I, I do I like what they're doing with them. It actually made me look at Justice League Cyborg a little different. Like not not um enjoy that as much, but kinda I'm like, you know what, I wanna care about this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I feel like they have the same nobody. they have the same like father issues, but this yeah. cyborg comes off less angsty. Yeah. Like, than movie you're, you're cyborg. You're talking about animated Justice League. No, no, no. I'm talking about Snyder. Oh, really? Like, I wanted that, like, if they could do some of what they did in Doom Patrol, like, I felt in Joss Whedon's Justice League, they tried to kind of put a little bit of a spotlight on him to kind of give him what you got in Doom Patrol. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what they were going for. So I gave it some leeway, and I didn't hate it as much. You know what I mean? Mm. See, I, I didn't gotcha. see... I didn't see them the way they portrayed him in Justice League as that. I saw it more like, hey, we're giving a spotlight to him. So that it makes sense when we rely on them later. Well, and that's kind of how Doom Patrol was too. Like they gave him a spotlight, but they actually did it well in the story, you know, because he's not a character in Doom Patrol at all. Right. But they put him in there because he's in movies and he's been in cartoons, and it's like Doom Patrol is a team that nobody really knows. So if we put a Cyborg in it, it could be an in for some people. Yeah. But the way they did it was just like they actually like made good stories with them. Plus, they gave them the white. And I will say, I, I just white. remember like another great scene where it's like a cyborg is asking his AI like if he says "booyah" a lot, and the AI is like, "You said it over forty six times, like well beyond <laughs> the threshold of a, a catchphrase." <laughs> It's like, yeah, I don't know. This show is really good with like small moments like that. Yeah. Did you did you see the guy that eats the beards yet? Yeah, that was gross. It was. <laughs> it was. It's true. But it, but it was funny. Like it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was pretty funny. All right. Well, now we got to make a segment for Joe. Like Joe watches DC Universe finally. And actually, speaking of the Beard Hunter, I actually like that whole. Uh, what is it called when you place two things against each other? Juxtapositioning. 
I think that might be close, but it's like ew, the Beard Eater is part of two episodes. So one is a robot man going inside Jane's head to find her and bring her out. And then the next episode happens at the same time, which is Cyborg and Elastigirl versus the Beard Hunter. Like, I like how they did yeah. that. Like, that was fun. Yeah. That was awesome. And you say you started Swamp Thing too? Yeah, I got through like half of the first episode. Okay. All right. Well, look, we it's... might have to do a Joe monologue like about these and then just a Q&A on Wednesday. But, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to start watching all this. Oh, yeah. Well, now you can watch. You're going to be able to watch uh, Swamp Thing, what, Swamp on thing CW? CW? Yeah. yeah so you're going to watch that. It's gonna be weird, just because it's like I'm sure they're gonna cut a is bunch not of a shit network out. television show. Yeah, just watch it. <clears throat> you should watch it still, and then it's gonna have to do that that same whatchamacallit thing too, right? The, well, the um Star Girl thing. It might not because the episodes oh. are short, shorter. I don't think they not, are. They're not. I would. Oh. I, I I feel like I have to point out that that Star Girl is longer on the app than on the CW was only for the first two episodes. Right. Well, listen, Star no. Girl, Star Girl was made with that intention in mind. Swamp Thing was not. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like the the initial episode of Swamp Thing is like an hour long. And so that means you can't play that on network television. They'll probably like a normal show. It needs they'll to probably re-edit it. They'll probably re-edit it where there'll be like an extra episode. Well, but uh, but that's the uh, thing where like that's significant because it wasn't shot for that. I'm gonna just watch it on Heck Tube and uh, Heck Tube. I'll see the whole thing from there. Can I subscribe to Heck Tube? No. Nope. Only if you have a, a fire stick. Is that is that? <laughs> oh, that sounds like you know. I need to see a doctor. You got to yeah, get. You do. That's so exactly why Heck Tube yeah. signs yeah. up for that. Heck Tube <laughs> is where he ate ass and prevented corona. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Look, you're, you're seeing our theme. And speaking of. <laughs> speaking of eating ass. Speaking of, of ass. Eating I've, ass or I've Heck actually tube? started watching both. Watching Star Girl. Uh huh. Uh, since I have the DC Universe, I've started watching uh, Star Girl. Uh oh. Well, I and guess I gotta hear this. That chick. So that chick is annoying. <laughs> like she, she's I don't know. There's great. something about her character I just don't like. I, I think I know the problem, and I, I hate to say it because I, I have. Well, no, I have so much respect for Jeff Johns, but do you, you know the origins of Star Girl? No. Jeff Johns created her uh, as a as a tribute to his sister who died, and so Star Girl, like his sister's name's Courtney. Star Girl's Courtney. Like Star Girl is his sister essentially, okay. and I think I, I think because he's so involved with this TV show, he is. It, it seems to me that he is putting every effort that. There's there's no negativity that falls upon this character. 
And I mean, she does some stuff that's like kind of fucked up. And th- this is my problem with the show is she should feel some kind of repercussions for her actions. Like there's one episode where a kid dies because of, because she like dove in too quickly to, to fight this right. villain. And like, she feels bad about it, but is over it by the end of the episode. The, and that's the, the type punishment. of, yeah. Like right. I was really, I was really hoping that would be like an introspective moment for her. And she's like, no, we have to just fight more. Like, it, yeah, every time because we weren't e- fighting enough. Every time she gets a setback uh, like that, like something that that would traumatize. I mean, you keep it. This is a sixteen-year-old girl who's had this uh, the cosmic staff for like a week, and she's already taking down villains. And when she almost dies, it's like it doesn't even phase her, and she's not like the the her stepdad actually was in the Justice Society of America. Like, he's he's got the experience. He should be mentoring her and training her. And it's like she's taking over and telling him what to do. You know, like, every time he says, yeah, hey, like hey. In the, cartoon, in the cartoon, she still had, like, an attitude. But she was, like, being mentored by Stripe. Like, it was... She had at least some... Like, she wasn't an asshole the entire time. Like, she could be, but she also had times when she was, like, nice and, like, something you could empathize with. But in this show, it's like, she's she's just 24-7 an ass. Yeah, there's a, have you, <laughs> Joe, have you gotten to the episode with Wild, with uh, Wildcat? No, I, I just finished the third episode. Okay. So well, that's the it, one, the icicle fight. The fight with Icicle. Okay, well, the the Wildcat episode, slight spoiler, but it's important. There's a moment. (laughs) There's a moment where, uh, I mean, she recruits Wildcat right away. And there's a moment where the the girl playing Wildcat actually asks her, well, so uh, how long have you been doing this? And she's like, well, like a week. Wait, so how long did your dad train you? Actually, he died before I even knew who he was. And, it, like, it, it just... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's that's like, also, like, a weird thing. She's just taking all the shit. Like, she's going to just start handing it out to people. Right. It, it, you know, it's still like, not as bad as Batwoman. Because Batwoman had a lot of the same issues. Like, she, she literally kills a dude and is over it by the next episode. So, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not as bad. I've been hesitant to start that one. It, stick with Star Girl, so I, I guess I'll kind of go That's into Star Girl a little bit because <laughs> I got to the point where she's rebuilt the Justice Society. Um, I, I'm kind of, uh, <laughs> it, it's a little weird for me. It, it seems what they're doing is the powers are all technology based, so a little disappointing that that our man isn't a drug addict. Well, I shouldn't say drug addict, but you know, taking the drugs to, to make him so the steroids that make him strong for an hour or whatever. It's like the, the hourglass is actually technological. The biggest surprise was um, Dr. Midnight. I guess the like there's a you know that episode that not episode, I'm sorry. Uh, that scene in the Spider-Man movie where he discovers is it Karen? Is that his his AI? 
that's that's the goggles. It, it's got an AI that's like got Wikipedia. So this this girl puts on these goggles and like can just talk to Siri and know everything. And that's why I made a, the comparison to screen time because it, it really like that's that's what I was thinking the whole time I'm looking at this person wearing the Doctor Midnighter glasses that are like some AI Wildcat. It's it's the suit that does the agility. Like there, there's after she puts on the suit, she's like walking on a on a fence. And the suit is doing like the Black Panther thing where there's like a like nanotech light thing that shows that it's it's the suit that's actually helping her with the agility. So all these powers that are technological. Dumb. A, a little bit. I, I kinda like the the Wildcat character. Like she's interesting. when you get to when she's recruited, like you get a whole her backstory. And it, I actually kind of like it. I like her character. I like the actress. It, it does a decent job. It's just the fucking helmet that she wears. It's so fucking goofy. Like I, I'm, I'm staring at. It, I'm like that. I they could have done better. So so no nobody actually has powers. They're all technology based. Uh, well, our man, Doctor Doctor Midnight and Wildcat are technology based. Obviously, Green Lantern is technology based, but that's it's part of the story. Even though they showed the Lantern, it's a different movie. kind of technology thing. It's yeah, not like human technology, alien technology. Yeah, and so they show the Lantern, Lantern. Does show up? They show the Lantern, but it's broken. And I'm hoping they go with the uh, the Starheart thing, where maybe the Starheart escaped the Lantern, and at some point it comes back, and they 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 have a new Green Lantern. A new, well, the Alan Scott type Green Lantern, but yeah, that that lantern's broken. The Thunderbolt, I think, is gonna make an appearance because they 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 show the pen. But the, the Thunderbolt, the, the it's Thunderbolt. Who? It's like a purple electronic being. Johnny Thunder controls it. I don't know what we're talking about. Because you don't know DC, man. I know some DC, but I don't know this DC. Heck, you know, you know Johnny Thunder. It's like okay, so it's JSA, so that means it's like older. I got that, but I think I I think the Flash is gonna is the only unless they they say something stupid like the helmet gave him the power. I think the Flash is the only actual like metahuman in in this group. And everything else is technology based because they they show a picture of the of the JSA and Hawkman is in there, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna say it was technology. And I guess you can like nth metal and all you can kind of go with it. So yeah, I think they're all not meta humans, but technology based, except for maybe the Flash, which I'm pretty sure they're not even gonna show. I thought they already explained. Like, yeah, are Hawk we gonna Man get a Satana? As far as I know, no. You have a wizard, and you know what? I I, I should actually, you know, what? icicle isn't technology based. He's actually a metahuman. But the wizard, I mean, he has a magic wand, and that's where his power comes from. Does okay. he actually named wizard, or it's Kazam? No, he's actually named the wizard. Okay. Well, he's a villain, <laughs> and they showed him in the first. No, but I mean. In the what you call it, 
in the Justice Society, they have the, you know, the top hat and cape and wand. Uh, the like was Zatara used? I don't. I don't so think I saw Zatara in that. Zatana. Yeah, I don't think I saw Zatara in that in that image of the of the original Justice League. So I'm gonna okay. say that, is that I'm gonna Zatana's say, dad? Yeah, Zatara. Yeah. yeah. Is that how you say his name, Zatara? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you I've only read it. Watch the cartoon. Like he was in the Batman cartoon. Did they call him Zataro? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't He's remember. He's the one that Batman had to be an escape artist. I'm sorry, say what? He's the one that taught Batman how to be an escape artist. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that. I guess I just don't remember. I didn't remember that, that that's how you say his name. Okay. But yeah, I. I, I what did What did you just say? What you? How do you say it? What? Zatanna's dad's name. Zatara. Zatara or Zataro? Zataro. I think it's what I think it's with an A. It might be Zatara. I think it was an O. Oh, okay. See, I think it's an A. Yeah, I think so too. That's why I was like, it, I was like, I didn't know that was his name. I don't, I didn't remember it was with a with a A, but it sounded yeah. weird with an O. Yeah, I, I, I just know, I just know it's super close to Zatanna. Like it's almost right. the same name. Right, exactly. But yeah, Zatara yeah, just, I, sounds a lot more than Zataro. It's a lot closer. Yeah. So yeah, look, I wish. Stargirl had like actually felt the weight of her actions, but I I, I like the character Wildcat. I, I really I, I was surprised by that. Uh, Our Man, uh, the new Our Our Man. At least he's the son of the original Our Man, so you, it's kind of it, it's close to what it's supposed to be. Don't like the 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 new Doctor Midnight. But I'm willing to give her a chance. It, it, it it's better than Batwoman, and actually at this point it's better it's than, than Supergirl. It's it's better than Supergirl now. It look again low bar. Yeah, but it's better. <laughs> and I think how's it compared think, to Iron Man? <laughs> I I think the the kid playing the the little brother like that's I feel like that's Jeff Johns because like that that little kid's dialogue is like a middle aged asshole. <laughs> I, I think is that I think, what Jeff Johns is? That's not Jeff Johns at all. Uh, kind of is like he's you know if he's making com- somebody's making commentary on the shit that's going on in this TV show. Listen, I will say this. I have no issue with people bringing some of themselves into te- into television shows, but if you got characters that are already established, just like my dude, like make your own character to to put yourself in through. You know what I mean? Honestly, though, and I understand I think... that Jeff Johns made Zatanna. I mean Zatanna. I'm sorry, Star Girl. But 
you know, it's just one of these things where it's like, does does she have a little brother that was him in the comic? I, I mean, it doesn't matter if, to if know her family. Uh, I mean, if Jeff Johns created her out of his older sister, I'm sure, you know, he would add a younger brother. No, but but if it wasn't there before, it's like, dude, look, let, let's put it like this. I get it. You created the character. And I get it. It was based on your sister. But canon is still canon. I think... And you don't mess I, around and mess around and get to be like, oh, well, yeah, it, it's not canon, but I created them, so... And it's like, well, so? <laughs> I, I think I think the younger, the younger brother is going to end up being the new Johnny Thunder. Who's that? <laughs> He's the guy con- that controls Thunderbolt. How dare you? And it's Berlanti, so of course he has to be related to her or something. Yeah, I mean it's it, it it's 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 silliness. Like, I mean everybody she like everybody she recruits for the new JSA like she's known. Like, it, I don't know what's wrong with these writers, man. I, I like she starts looking through the yearbook of her high school that she's only been at a week, maybe two weeks. <laughs> like that that doesn't happen, right? You don't just get a yearbook as soon as you go to a new school, right? That you have to pre-order oh. that shit. My high school had <laughs> my high school. I had remember old yearbooks in the library. No, she had it at home. It was her book. <laughs> I mean, was it the end of the year already? No, no. <laughs> she been there a week, heck. I mean, it don't matter if it's the end of the year. I mean, that's the best time to get a yearbook if you're getting a yearbook like a. Before winter break, then she, I don't know, man. But I'm she's saying, like, if you've been there only a week, what are you getting a yearbook for? You're like, I don't know any of these people. Maybe she's like, hey, wanted to be nice. hey, Who's there's a picture. Book? Was there a picture of her? Your dad. She, no. She, she's like, hey, there's a picture of you wearing boxing gloves in, in the in the yearbook. You want to be Wildcat? Here you go. Here's a, here's a costume that gives you superpowers. I don't know shit about you. But here you go. Does the co- what's the co- what superpower does the costume give her? Like agility and probably strength, and then like adamantium claws or some bullshit. But I'm saying like how okay I get how uh, like if you're wearing a suit, like if it's like some sort of exoskeleton, it can give you like sh- more strength. It, it's and nanotech. Oh, it's nanotech. It, well, I mean, look, that nanotech is like the the answer to everything these days. Like, it's either magic or nanotech. It's I'm like just trying to tux- like it's like the tuxedo. Because she put she puts on the suit and I mean it was like made tuxedo for tuxedo mask. No tuxedo Jackie. No, like the Jackie Chan movie where he gets oh. a tuxedo that fights for him. With Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. <laughs> well, like why like, why are you laughing? Like she she puts you, on. She, you said it like you're a big Jennifer Love Hewitt fan. I am. She, she, I know. That's amazing. Funny. This little tiny fifteen-year-old Hispanic chick puts on the suit that was made for a, a, a massive boxer, and I mean it's like a fucking like, like like drapery on her, and then she puts on the helmet and the thing like just form fits to her body, so it's got to be like nanotech, and you know as she's like I said as she's walking on a a, a fence, 
like there's like little light that goes this from the like down her legs to to her feet kind of implying that that's the reason she's able to basically walk on a tightrope essentially that doesn't sound good it no it doesn't because Wildcat was just a fucking boxer that was really good wait wasn't Wildcat okay, so, in arrow or did they like uh, yeah. I don't think so yeah, right? he, was. he trained the black canary yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's also the scene where they had the the boxing glove arrow in Arrow. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Which was amazing to watch. Or or not. But yeah, see, and that's the other thing. Like Arrow and Flash, <laughs> they didn't have a team in season one. This chick's already rebuilt the Justice Society yeah. by episode like four. That's how you know it's gonna get even more Berlanti season two. But I, I really think <laughs> more Berlanti. I really think like season one should have been her training to be the hero and maybe doing some heroic stuff and taking down a, a villain. Wait, and you then know why you, it's not because Eric was born as shit when he was doing that. You know, give, give this chick some time to at least get to know the people that she's gonna recruit into the Justice League. They should have just did a well, movie. I remember I, was, I haven't watched any episodes other than the first one, but I remember watching the first one. And it's like, okay, we already know her team. Like they made it so dumb and easy for like to pick out what the team's gonna be, you know? Which uh, was also stupid because it's like, oh, these people have never been to high school. A girl, like a a a, a fifteen year old. The hot blonde chick in high school is not sitting at the losers table. I guarantee yeah. that. I don't. I don't care if it's if she's there day one. If you look like her, you're not sitting with that group in the Midwest. I, I anywhere, you, anywhere I in the U.S. You, however, I would dispute how hot she is. She's not that hot. Well, she's insane. Like you're different than us. She's hot. <laughs> she's hot enough to not sit in that losers table. All right. Come on, you remember being in high school. If you if you ran into a girl that looked like that in high school, you would not assume she's a loser. You would not I went, as picture her I to, by herself. I went to high school. I went for when I went to Catholic high school and it was all black and Latinos. There was like three white people that went to my school. So well, it was all I don't dude. know. No, no, no. One of them was white, but I don't know what you know. I look blonde. Blonde white women don't get as much play as they would at, at other places. All I'm hearing is Mayor has never seen a blonde white woman. Never. Like, I mean, I've she... heard of them, but I'm like, it's kind of like D and D. Like that's not real, right? Like <laughs> dragons. I mean, she's look. She's in Nebraska. I understand well, her not being. Right. I understand her not being a, a hot in L.A. But now yeah. you take that girl and put her in Nebraska. Uh-huh. I agree with you. You're right. You're right. Again, not sitting by herself in the loser's table. Are, are I you agree. saying she's in Nebraska right, 10? A Nebraska 10 is an LA4. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been in the Midwest long enough. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I said it because it was true. Not because I'm racist. <laughs> 
I'm racist. There it is. Hex racist. Yeah. So but, they but still he wasn't until he lived in Arizona. <laughs> I was born here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So they he didn't still, want to be this. They're suffering from bad from bad writing, but somebody's at least doing some editing. Like Oz, is there any point where you're ever like what if they just made like DC television shows like good? I it, there was when I was watching Batwoman, and then I, I watched the first episode of Star Girl, and I felt better. But I'm hoping that they're learning, and <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens when Green Lantern comes out. Is that still happening? It better be. <laughs> they're right. on my HBO Max money. <laughs> Are you guys caught up on Harley Quinn the cartoon? I am. No. Yes. Damn. Talk about it, Mo. I'll catch no, up. No. Don't worry about me. We're we're on the penultimate episode. Wait, oh, what episode are you on? Finale of the of season two. A season no. finale, I think, is this coming Friday. Okay, well then talk about it. Don't worry, no. I'll watch them. Well, what, uh, what episode are you on, Lawrence? Maybe like two of season two. Dang. The fucking really? I'm during quarantine. What the hell's wrong with you? Listen, it's not Star Girl. Like, it's Harley Quinn. I, listen, Look, I 100 understand. You have no excuse to not watch this show. Listen, listen. You all understand that you all think the show is way more amazing than I do. I can admit. Well, you're only on on episode two. That's why. I watched I watched the whole first season. No, but if you get, I uh, look. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, Joe and Oz. But if you get to like episode six of season two, like the shit just gets a hundred times better. Okay. By by the way, Mo, there's two episodes left. Okay. Dang. So that means this last one I saw with the. Which was the last one I saw? That's the. the uh, I saw the one with the, the parademons and the guy in the khakis becoming somebody else. Yeah, and with uh, <laughs> the. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil nothing. Was 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 she? I I thought I said Puerto Rican. My wife said uh, either Cuban or Dominican. Yeah, I think the Dominican is about right. Okay, that's that's episode eleven. There's okay, thirteen. Yeah. Oh, so dang. The way this one this eleven ended, I'm like, fuck, there's one more and I gotta wait for the next one. Cause it just feels like that's the penultimate. So there's two more. But the last one felt like that too. I mean, there was some epic yeah. battles going yeah. on. I wanna say that like the last four episodes felt like, man, they're really like and they've been building up from the first season. Like, there's stuff, that it, everything, like, there's a big payoff after, I want to say, episode seven, where if you've been watching it from the beginning, like, everything's really, like, falling together. And if it ends with season two, like, I'm down. Like, I'm good. Like, the shit's great. It, it's an amazing show. 
It makes me want to go back and read the Palmiati Amanda Connor book. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like. I'm not trying to knock it. I'm just I, saying I, that yeah. the parts of Harley Quinn that I enjoy don't seem to be as highly represented in this show, and that's okay. Whoa, whoa. What? Why is that a Disney thing? Like, what? I'm, I'm literally talking about DC. Like, I don't understand. It, it felt right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, and and I, I'm more of a classic Harley Quinn kind of guy. That's all. And this doesn't oh. feel like classic Harley Quinn. Well, if you get, when you get to it, you see that conflict within Harley Quinn. I don't, like, what like does she's, that mean? But she, there's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Joe maybe can explain it better or Oz, but it, it, you get... You there's really like depth to almost all of these characters once oh, no. you get to like episode five of this second season. I, like there season was, two, there depth, there's depth to the characters in season one. Like the characters yeah. are good. nothing, no. nothing compared to what we're, we're I'm seeing now. Okay, I, I guess what I'm saying to you is this: is the characterization of the people of the characters in this. Like it, it's not, it's not quite to the level of Guardians because the the characters act more like they do in this series than they did in the Guardians movie. But it's a similar kind of thing in the sense that they've decided to go a different direction with the characters and like you know like tell their own kind of narrative with what's happening with these characters. And so it's like that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. It's it's definitely inspired in some ways by what's happening in some of the comics, but it is just not it's not presented exactly right for me. So it doesn't it's not something that I'm as interested in as I would be if it if it was like a classic Harley Quinn morphing into something different. You know what I mean? And, and and so it's just like, I'm a little less invested, but I'm invested enough because the show is good. But I, I need to catch up, and I will. Man, season... Especially considering how much you all seem to enjoy it. Season two has been like... I I, I feel bad for Kite Man, man. There's like, I haven't read a story where like <laughs> oh, he... Oh, my God. Like his, his every story he's in is a tragedy for him. It's like man, and it's, a lot. it's like, well, like you said, like you feel bad for him, but you like also want to root for the other side. It's not that like black and white. You know what I mean? It's all just one murky gray area, and it's like you just want people to come out of it okay, right? If like Lawrence, after you watch season two. So within the well, next five years, here, yeah, he's got to uh, catch it before the finale because I think we're gonna do a, a finale spectacular. I don't know, like I, <laughs> I'm, I'm really enthusiastic if, about this. If there's if it's two weeks from now, I can do that. I can catch up on how they. Come I and we can I know, like I, I hit you guys up on our pre-production thread. Like, why hasn't anybody told me how good this is? You know, because I watched from like episode seven to 11 like straight within like two days and I'm like god damn I didn't expect this to be 
like this good. Yeah, man. Like, this I've show is. I've really been enjoying this season. So Do you think I it's gonna get new uh, for a third? Probably. I'm pretty sure it will. Like, I know I haven't been hearing people talking bad about it. But that or doesn't they, mean anything. Or yeah, keep in mind, look, like, the only reason it got season two was because season two is actually the second half of season one. Yeah. Like, this to could totally end up network. like Swamp Thing did. Because everybody loves Swamp Thing, and they're just like, nope. Cost too much money. Now, Joe, like, you watched Young Justice... Like, is this on that level? Like, Harley Quinn? Um, I'm going to say no. No. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, it, it, it's not on the level. Because Young Justice Young actually Justice. likes comics. <laughs> yeah, but a Harley Quinn is more timely. Like, there's there's an episode on, on prison reform. Yeah. Dude. Starring Bane. Yeah. What? That was no. a great episode. See, but the, here's the thing. I would love for a Harley Quinn show to incorporate prison reform into what it is that Harley Quinn does. But that's the thing where it's like... But you, you I mean, you haven't watched it. So, yeah, you would love it, and I can tell you, you will love it. Why wouldn't I love it? No, no, I'm saying you will love it. Oh, well, okay, but what I'm so saying is... You're preemptively saying, like, ah, I want this. Look, just shut the fuck up and watch it. Well, what I'm saying to you is this, though, is what Shut I would the prefer. Fuck up and watch it. <laughs> what I would prefer is a show to be a heart that uh, that's about Harley Quinn to be about like the Harley Quinn we know first, and then also have a prison reform episode as opposed to the other way around. Look, the the comics aren't the Harley Quinn that we know first, so well, fuck but, it. but that's the point, though, right? Well, like, let, then let's. Look, then it, Larry, it's like, let's get comics that are Joe, Harley Quinn comics. Joe, will you join me in the fight to say shut the fuck up and watch it to Larry? Because really, like, I'm gonna I'm watch it. I already, I've already agreed to watch it. No, but the thing is, like, some of the things you're mentioning right now, like, you're gonna get a little bit of that. Well, but I don't want a little bit. I want all of it. No, but it's gonna make sense. What does, like what Joe, am I am I okay? <laughs> like, correct, because sometimes I'm maybe I'm a little too enthusiastic. I need somebody to, to kind of tone me down a little bit, Joe. I think Lawrence is gonna like it. Like, I'm sure I like it. Huh. I like season one. It's not the Harley Quinn show I would have made, but it's still a good show. Like, all I'm saying to you is this. Let's all admit that it's not quite what Harley Quinn probably should be, but it's still good, and that's okay. No, it feels, I'm not. I'm not it feels, if, on it. This show feels more Harley Quinn than yeah, damn near anything else that Harley Quinn branded Honestly, like, today. Not, does does it feel more Harley that. Quinn than Batman the animated series? Yeah, I'm not going to agree to say that until you watch this because it, 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 it this this actually feels like an evolution. Yeah, I would actually, I will answer that it, yes, it does. Like, because in the, in the anime series, she was with the Joker. Five years later, 
uh, when they when they get to the point where they break up is this Harley Quinn. Yeah. You know, and, interestingly enough, and I I just started reading um Batman White Knight. And this Harley Quinn is a lot like the Harley in that book. Like that the replacement the replacement Harley, yeah. But Which at the same thing, time right? though, the replacement Harley is literally like a commentary on the fact that Harley doesn't act like how Harley's supposed to act. You're... Wait, 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 wait. You're talking about you want to see a Harley that's evolved from Harley from the animated series. I, I didn't say that. But well, you're talking about from. you want a Harley that acts like how she's supposed to act. Right. So you want a Harley from the animated series. No, she doesn't have to be. Th- then what do you want? The, the Harley in the comic is a, or at least it, it initially is a Harley, like, like say for instance, let's talk about um, what's the group? Gotham the City group Sirens? Harley was in? Yes, Gotham City Sirens. Gotham City Harley. Sirens. Yeah, Gotham City Sirens Harley is an animated series Harley that has evolved from the animated series. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now, that's a, a completely different Harley than, like, say, a Suicide Squad Harley, which has kind of taken over in everything because of the movies. Now that's not that that Harley is more is represented more so the Suicide Squad Harley is represented more so in the show than anything else. Watch season two. Well, okay, fine. I I, I started watching season two and I'm not again, I'm not knocking it. It's not a bad show. What I'm saying is the inspiration is clearly Suicide Squad Harley, like Suicide Squad movie Harley, as opposed only, to only visually animated series. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it 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 is far from it. Like if you actually watch it, like I I, I watched a whole season of the show. I well, let me, I, and I'm not saying that season two then, is different. I'm not. What I'm saying to you is this: is here's what on, happened. Here's what happened. Based, based on the first season, out, am I wrong? The Birds of Prey movie came out, and they're like, you know what? This Harley sucks. What? And let's make a good what? one. That's what? That, that's what this second season feels like. Okay, but what I'm saying to you is, let's call it what it is. Like you're you're trying to say, okay, they're fixing their mistake. Fine, but don't tell me I'm wrong about what I'm saying if I'm right. I mean, you're not let's right. Say they're fixing their mistake. <laughs> But how can they fix a mistake if the whole the whole the two parts were made at one time? It's one season that they yeah. said here's part one. Season part one two. and season two is one season. Yeah, it's a yes. progression. They made them at the same time. They just like it. they actually they start off so, like the so. Let me ask you this question then. They, they progressed into something that I'll, you're more into. I'll, I'll admit I was wrong. Let me ask this question. If you answer this appropriately, then okay. Can we can we agree? That the first season of Harley Quinn, even though it was made at the same time as season two, is inspired by the Suicide Squad version of Harley Quinn. Like, heavily inspired. I, I agree that 
the Suicide Squad version of Harley Quinn, and this one came from the same single-celled organism. I mean, so so that's a yes. Uh, it's a half yes. I mean, they, it, it's it's definitely from the Pompeiotti Connor book. Um, it's I mean, just, but, yeah, but this is a lot more of a of a rebirth. Yeah, Pompeiotti Connor isn't inspired by like like Pompeiotti Connor. That book is definitely a, a like, version I, of Harley. Connor. I, I'll post a Pompeiotti. Connor book and like it's it's the exact same fucking costume. Yeah, but but I, and and I agree with that. What I'm saying is that book came before the Suicide Squad movie, right? Yeah. Okay. And while the costume is the same, the characterization is different, right? Well, it's not even the same. I mean, okay, the costume is similar. Yeah, but the characterization like, is completely different. Yeah. Okay, because the Palmiani Connor comic is what we were talking about, which is like kind of like going to like talking about the sirens thing, where it's the evolution of the animated series character. I'm sorry, an, ev- an evolution of the the animated series character into a more modernized version of Harley Quinn, which isn't. There's nothing wrong with. What what I'm saying see, is when you say it dis- like that, it sounds better. But what I'm saying is this: is there's a distinct version between a modernized version of Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad representation. And I think that you know you all read at yeah. least some of the Palmiani Connor Harley Quinn enough to know that there's a distinction between those two characters, between the movie version and the comic version. What I'm saying to you is this animated series takes a lot more inspiration from the movie version than it does the comic version. Well, from watching season <coughs> up to season two, episode 11, you're wrong. Like, that's why I well, keep telling well, you. Just watch it. Shut the fuck well, up and watch it. But, 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 I'm you, not, but, no, but you're you telling me that, like, right. I told you I wasn't going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. No, but but you, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I, what I'm trying to tell you is... Don't try to don't say anything because you're just gonna sound stupid. Just watch it. What, what, what and, I'm and saying to you is because you're telling me I'm wrong about what I've already seen, and I'm saying to you, think about what I've seen and tell me I'm wrong, and you won't do it because you know I'm right. It makes everything you've seen worth it when you get to this what? point. I, I, am I, I wrong? I'm guys? not disagreeing like, with you. You. I, like, you. you act like I'm arguing with you about stuff I haven't watched yet, and I haven't done that. Mo. Judging. Well, you're preemptively judging, Lawrence. Not, what, what, you, what you've seen I'm not, I'm is only judging anything, L- Lawrence. What, what you've seen is only uh, a, a slice. I'm, I'm you, you haven't seen the whole about picture. What I've already seen. That's all I'm talking about. And we're and you, telling you, you what still, and you all are still trying to tell me I'm wrong about what I've already because seen. What, because, because what you because, what you've seen is going to be different once you see it through the lens of the full thing. No, well. But, you, you've but seen no. what you've seen, no. but you haven't seen what you think you've seen. Right. Well, but but see, but no, because you had would have had the same opinion I had before you had seen what you've seen now. But it's like I haven't seen anything. No, 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 not you, not you. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking well, about these other. These other crazy now people. you'd have a different opinion before you've seen what you've seen. What? 
But okay, and and I believe you. I'm not arguing with you on that. What I'm saying to you is, but if you were looking at it from my perspective, am I right or wrong? And you're you're trying to say, well, forget that perspective. Just watch it. And I'm like, I already said I would watch it. I'm I'm not like you're messing around telling me like okay like you're like it's like literally literally messing around saying to you like talking about Lost with that last season. You have a different perspective of it before the last season, before you watched it, than when you did before. And all I'm saying is, before the last season, it's a great show, right? And you don't even want to say, yeah, you're right. Because I don't even know why. I don't even know what you're fighting me for. I'm not arguing with you about what you've already seen. I haven't seen it. I can't even speak on that. Did y'all see your Podbean chat? Yeah. Uh-oh, what Achilles is that? has some shit going on. Yeah. Achilles is fighting Bulgarius. He says, all, all I need is my sword. I swing it, and I'm very good at it. And, yeah. it's. I don't know what that is. Is that a real thing? Yeah. I mean, it's a mythological thing. Bulgarius? Right. Look, if anybody's going to fight this guy Achilles, I mean, go for the ankles. Yeah. Man, just selling them out, dude. Oh, hey, look, if you don't know the, that, if you don't the, know it, the, then... the guy's clearly a listener, and you're a narc. <laughs> <on. laughs> you're a narc. Look, I, I, I wasn't narc. specific. I said ankles, I didn't say heel. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, with, with this Harley Quinn stuff, I keep seeing it at Walmart. Should I buy it? Yes. What do you What do you mean? You keep seeing it at Walmart? What are you seeing at Walmart? Like the Pops? Season one. Season one. On DVD. Uh, yeah. how much? I get, don't remember. Yeah, what? get season one on Heck two, and then watch season two. Like I would say, buy season two. Period. Like even if you never seen, season, I, I would say just buy season two. Period. Um, but shouldn't like, but heck, you're trying to watch, you're trying to watch, uh, what you call it, right? Like Doom Patrol. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. See, here, like, here, why not here's the thing. It's, it's all through heck too. Here's the thing. Oh, heck, heck, the Harley Quinn animated is on Sci-Fi, I believe. Now you're gonna get. Yeah, they're gonna. It is? I'm sure they're gonna. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna beep Jeez. out. I'm sure the the cuss words, but I mean, you got to be able to get it. Get the episode. Who's who's got a warning going on? They don't that, know. Like, that's that's me. Sorry. Oh, so, you, so I is I the emergency to... broadcast system working? Yeah, it seems like it's Amber Alert or something. So oh. if I go through Sci-Fi on demand, it'll have Harley Quinn. Maybe yeah. I, I I don't know, but it's on the Sci-Fi Channel, so I I would assume so. At least season okay. one. All right. Well, I'll see if I can find that. And then if I can, I'll see what kind of quality it is. And that'll determine whether I buy it or heck to it. It's, a, it's some good stuff. And if you're looking for reading material, I would I would recommend picking up the uh, – what was it called? The, the War of Jokes and Riddles. Oh, it's that a, was a good, yeah, it's good stuff. Is that dude, a Harley that, Quinn story? No, it, it's it's a yeah, it's a Batman. It's Joker versus Riddler, but like 
it's more Kite Man stuff. And it's where I, oh, yeah, I first I I've heard of that one. It's where I first started to respect Kite Man because of, of the like the tragedy of this guy's origins. And like the season two of Harley Quinn just like brought those memories back to me. Like, man, like this I the, feel the bad for more of jokes and riddles. Yeah, because it's Joker yeah. versus is this, Riddler. Is this pre New Fifty Two or it's after. it's not that old. No, no. I think, it, I, think it, I think it's I think no, it's, it's post. It's definitely post New Fifty Two. It's post rebirth, actually. I think. I mean, technically, we're still in rebirth. We're in rebirth era. Are we? I Are thought we? it was. <laughs> I, mean, I don't feel like we're still in rebirth. The only other definition you can put on it is like there's rebirth and then there's metal. I think metal was the next crisis. <laughs> but metal didn't really I don't think metal's a crisis. Yeah, it's 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 crisis level, but it doesn't really change anything. Well, it came out in, in 2017. So where were you want to put it in the timeline? It's it's a good story, just yeah, overall. It's a great story. You'll love it. All right. I will. Um... According to the internet, it's already on Sci-Fi. I actually just downloaded the Sci-Fi app so that to see if he could watch it, and, and in the search option, it didn't come up. Mm. It did not come up. So yeah, according to me, that to. Sci-fi.com slash sci-fi wire slash Harley dash Quinn dash season one dash sci-fi dash Sundays. <laughs> it came out on May 3rd. May 3rd, goddamn. Why dash Sundays? Because uh, I guess that's when this new story was posted on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, Christened y'all. on the Tuesday. Born <laughs> on the Monday. Heck, uh, look, you, you, you can get it. Hey, hey, you're you're savvy enough that I know you can get it. You watch it, you'll enjoy it. If if for some reason you can't watch that that animated, check out the War of Jer- Jokes and Riddles. It's a great book. Oh Jesus! What did I download? I'm surprised put, Lawrence read it. I put in a URL and downloaded something. It. Because I read that, you. Man. Huh? Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? I'm going to hit the news music because it's getting there. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Comic book news. We should have a, like, like, heard of. Well, not not like that, but, like. I have a a news story. Um, Anybody you enjoy in the entertainment industry is very (laughs) people. That's true. That's it, true. Is, ra- That's is raping somebody. Everybody. Next, Everybody. Or dead. <laughs> or dead. Yeah, I agree. So, it, I agree. It, next story. <laughs> what do you got? Right. Who do you love? They're dead or raping. <laughs> I agree. I was like, damn it. Like, in three in like, in like three days, I found out Chris D'Elia is raping people. Warren Ellis is friggin' uh... What is that? Grooming people, which I didn't even know was a thing. What? And oh, then, that's a thing. That's what, I, 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 that's what Joe does? Drake. Drake. You're right. Drake does. Drake was trying to groom uh, Drake, Billy Ellis, right? Drake Billie is Eilish. a straight up pedophile. Is he? 
And that is not the view of Fantastic Forum. That is my allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Wait, but is he a straight up pedophile? <laughs> that that is the that, that that is the view of of Hect and reality. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he he tries to hang around with a lot of underage women. Wait, which ones? Because like, uh, most notably, chick from Stranger Things. Really, Millie Bobby yeah. Brown. Like they were yeah. texting in like no, way more were, friendly than. Were... There's pictures of them hanging out. I don't know what the extent of the hanging out was, but they were. Where do they out. hang out? Like where can where can they both be? Uh, They're like Chuck E. Cheese. Greg's house. Apparently, oh. Damn, it's like some Michael crazy. Jackson bullshit. Yeah, because she's uh, like what fifteen. And she's probably like 16 or 17 now, but when the story hit, yeah, she was probably 15. Like 14 or 15. He was at Netflix. When, 15 and 17 are the same thing, right? According to the law, yes. Yeah, exactly. But I was creeped out that that uh, uh, Stripe was hanging out with Starman and Stripe was 20 and Starman was 15. Like, that was creepy enough. Wait, wait, what? In, in the in, in Star Girl, uh, Pat Dugan, Stripe, he mm-hmm. was friends with the original Starman. Uh-huh. When Starman was fifteen and he was twenty, and they were friends and fighting crime at that point. Mm. A little I mean, creepy, but, but I let it go. But if you're two dudes and one's fifteen and one's twenty, is that the same thing? It's a little look. It, You've been twenty. Like at twenty, did you ever feel? Did you ever feel the need to hang out with a fifteen-year-old? No, no, I did not. Holy crap! Millie Bobby Brown is sixteen still. Mm-hmm. So she was yeah. like, "Oh, <laughs> that's what I said." Yeah, it's just getting creepier. Like, no, I thought she was maybe like seventeen, about to turn eighteen. She just turned sixteen, so yeah, great. <laughs> So Drake's like, been texting her at, at like twelve. No, oh my. God. It, it wasn't that long ago. It was like fourteen when Drake was texting. It wasn't that long ago. She was fourteen. You you, you hear how you? What is that noise? That's some pod bean shit. Yeah, oh. I think somebody's cutting. It? I thought it was oh. uh, gonna run out the show again. Yeah. Um, but... How much time do you have? Uh, we should have about another hour left, but oh, okay, good. I don't know. But yeah, man, it's like everybody, like Oz is right. Everybody is is like raping or sexual misconduct or dead. So, that's a uh, that's Hollywood culture for you. But we're talking about comic books now. Yeah, because the well, other dude, what's the other dude's oh, name? Warren Ellis, like, huh? You said Warren Ellis? I didn't even hear about that. What happened there? Oh, dude. Yeah, and you all know, like, I'm a huge Warren Ellis fan. Yeah. So, you know, this is not something that I would have messed around and just, like, put out there because, just because. But apparently, yeah, Warren Ellis has been, like, any, like, young chick he could find out there or that will approach him in regards to, like, whether they draw or they write. Apparently... He's been on. Now, but now, like when you say on, like he's been mentoring them? Mentoring, yes. But at the same time, it's like a thing where it's like 
the conversations apparently like and this is allegedly i mean this is not something that i can corroborate in regards to like oh it happened to me this, or, this is just hearsay well i mean it's not, i don't want to say hearsay because it's firsthand accounts but but, but it, it wasn't told it's to a you legend firsthand. huh yeah it, it wasn't told to you firsthand, was it? Well, no, 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 no. But we're, I mean, we're, we're describing, like, the person said, this happened to me. Ex- exactly. Is what we're describing. We're reporting. Exactly. exactly. Which is, like, you know, so it's, it's different than, like, say, I heard that somebody else said, like, no, no, no. It's, like, literally, like, the account of the person that it happened to saying Warren Ellis would, like, befriend me as a young as a young woman and mentor me eventually turn the conversation towards some sort of sexual well I, look I, i'll give a a, a brief because uh in the story i read there's a brief synopsis of how the relationship progresses with warren ellis and uh, very young women Step one, he found me when I was young, vulnerable, uncertain. Step two, he acted like, like a mentor, gave me so much appreciated attention. Step three, but pushed boundaries. Step four, he said I was his world. We were best friends. He was he was my, my thrilling secret. He supported my career, so I didn't feel like I could say no. Step five, he dropped me. I blame myself. That is a, a, a quote from somebody who was with Warren Ellis. You explained yeah. the word to Larry. Well, I mean, I didn't really get a chance to explain it because I got cut off. But okay. like, I, I'm li- I'm literally reading from from right. the story of it, told from by the people who experienced stuff with Warren Ellis. Yeah. So you know, I mean that's. That's really the long and short of it. Uh, who was like, this person? Like, did she actually get to make any comics or anything? Yeah. Uh, does, does one is... Uh, well, one no, was... I don't know, because, you know, we've been in convention settings around these people, and it's like, I sometimes, like, you don't know. Like, maybe you were not in on it, but, like, around it while it was happening and didn't even see the signs. I hear you. You know, like, with Brian Wood... You know, like when he had that issue, yeah, it's like you. all of a sudden, like I knew like Becky Cloonan worked with him and I'm a fan. And it's like, did is that how she got there? You know? So go ahead, Oz. Well, like the, the the person that got the ball rolling was uh, Katie West, writer and editor of The Killing Horizon, which I've never read, but is a thing. And then it was backed up by different people who are now in the industry. Uh-huh. So it, it's not like it, it's one person that came at him. It's like one person came at him, and then other people were like, yeah, that yeah. happened when I when I met him. It, I'm not trying like, to look at legitimacy at this point. I'm just trying to look for what, you know, if it actually – well, not, not saying it was worth it, but if they actually got – something out of it not that it makes it right or anything but it's like you know you hear these stories and it's like like selma hayek with rb weinstein like she made that frida kahlo movie and then i thought it was a great movie and then she tells you how hard it was to make it with weinstein and it's like fuck i can't even really like enjoy that movie anymore seeing 
like what she went through to make it. You know what I mean? See, but that that there's a that, that's kind of tough because like if a person has the talent that they would have made it anyway, you know. But th- this is the person that gave them the exposure that got them there. You, you know what I'm trying to say? It's it. It's still wrong. No, it's definitely oh, wrong. Yeah. I think it's it's, yeah. it's right, or they you know they benefited from it. I, I'm just saying it's more like, I I, I guess uh, from a, a psychological level, I'm more interested in in this person's process. Like maybe there's something you could read in the the art they made that kind of points to what they went through. You know what I mean? I will say this, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't even really matter if the person is like someone notable or yeah. if they're if they're talented or not, because what it boils down to is just really like how you decide or how you choose to operate. And that's the thing where it's like, there's nothing wrong necessarily in and of itself with dating somebody that you work with or there's nothing wrong necessarily with like you know forming a relationship with a colleague in a similar field like because we we know there are plenty of people that have had like very healthy and amazing relationships but see i i understand what you're saying but i gotta i gotta stop you and point out that if they're underage when this is happening that's no no well Listen, you don't have to stop me because I was going to say that. Okay. <laughs> it's like My the bad. issue the issue is that one a lot of the time we're talking about like, you know, young and impressionable people which, you know, someone is absolutely trying to take advantage of them and and then two, they're not being upfront, which, you know, this it wouldn't be cool if this was someone that was of age. It because the idea is why pretend to be like you're like oh they're your mentor or whatnot if what you're really after or interested in is them as a partner it's like you can do both but you have to be upfront with that stuff otherwise you're messing around and and you know you're you're taking advantage of someone's situation like don't don't like especially if you're like an established figure in an industry it's like just just be real with people. That's the long and the short of it. You can it's it, like this has happened with a, and it's it, like I'm saying this across the board, like because this is the same thing that kind of happened with uh, or at least a little bit something somewhat similar with what what happened with like Dan Harmon, uh, with his writer on Community or whatnot. Except the fact that it was a lot more creepy because he was like, what? Well, not only creepy but wrong because. Not only was he like interested in one of his writers, but when she wasn't like uh, returning that interest, she like he like started mistreating her, and that's not cool because you know it's like and made her her work environment toxic. But either yeah. way, it's just kind of like if you're interested in one particular aspect or a different type of relationship. You have to let that be known so that someone can like just say, oh, okay, well, if that's what you want, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a mentor. And you could either be that or not. And at least they know, you know, what they're getting into. 
especially when they're like young. It's like, come on, man. Like, it, 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 like I, I was reading these things and I was very disappointed. Just because, I, and the other part of it too is, I think Warren Ellis, if I'm not mistaken, is married. So that's the other aspect of it too, where it's like, it's not like it's just a thing where, hey, he's just like out here doing what he does. I, I'm pretty sure he's in a relationship, if not actually married. And so it becomes a thing where it's like, you kind of have to like be like a side chick. Well, I think he's actually second married. So what's that mean? That means that it might have pointed to something that was happening back then. Wait, what? No, like this is like if he is married now, it might be a second marriage. Yeah, which points okay. to some dis- dissolve marriage from the past, which might point to some of these things problems being out there back then and nobody talked about them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think that's another aspect of it too, where, you know, a lot of people, a lot of comic book industry uh, folks are kind of saying like, Hey, you know, we kind of have to make this stuff like more known like that is happening because it's kind of like an open secret and no one's saying anything, but it's just being perpetuated. And that's not cool, you know. It's just like let's just let's just be real. It's like we we should be we should be past all this, but we're not, and it's pretty yeah. it's pretty sad. Yeah, I don't want to get you know. I tend to boil down things to just a dark, gritty truth that I see, and I don't want to do that. But we're no, go for it. We're still just a bunch of apes throwing shit at each other, and we don't know how to get away from that. And it, you see it in every aspect of human life. Yeah. It, 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 you have all these wonders of technology, and you know people are talking about going to Mars and shit. It's like, man, we can't even like open a door from one for one another in a <laughs> way that just is peaceful. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck are we gonna covered. go to another planet? Yeah, we can't get our faces covered just to like protect one another. Like, how the fuck we're we gonna go to another planet? Yeah. But yeah, that's beside the point. Like, yeah, I I, I hate going to these things. It's like I I know I had a conversation with a client today, which is something I had on the air with you guys, where I'm like, I just wish I was just fucking retarded so I could just not be angry at everything I see. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now I thought I had a good news story, but you guys, how do you follow that? But uh, it, let's, let's please do. Handsome, knows, Ted, like... Handsome Ted Cruz is uh is challenging Ron Perlman to a fight. Uh, Lion Ted is what we call him now. Well, I don't I don't think that's what you call him, but yeah. No, not well. I mean, not like. Well, he, he used to be lion as in liar, but now he yeah. grew the beard, so he's a he's a lion. Yeah. No, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. Is that why uh, is that why they call him lion now? Uh, some people have start, like when he grew the beard, some people start calling him Lion Ted. As that's the, hilarious. So he's, Wait, so, he's a cub for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so why is he why is he a Ron Perlman fighter? So I, Technically, I, 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 quick correction. 
Ted Cruz was not challenging Ron Perlman no, to no, wrestle look, match. Okay. okay. Like okay. he's throwing the hat in the ring for somebody else to fight Ron Perlman. Um, basically, what happened is, is uh, th- this other senator, uh, Matt Getz from Florida, is mad about the U.S. soccer team repealing the policy on standing for the national anthem. Like if players of the U.S. soccer team don't want to do it out of protest, they, they can opt to not stand. And uh, Dan Getz posted on Twitter that I won't be watching much anymore. And Ron Perlman entered the conversation said the U.S. soccer team called and you guessed it. Said they couldn't give less of a fuck about what you two dipshits think. And he, t- he tagged uh, Trump and Getz. And then uh, handsome Ted Cruz said, listen, Hellboy, you talk a good game when you've got Hollywood makeup and stuntmen, but I'll bet $10,000 to the non-political charity of your choice that you wouldn't last five minutes in the wrestling ring with with Jim Jordan without... Jim Jordan? Yeah. Jim Jordan's like 65 years old. Oh, Ron Perlman's like 70. Yeah. Okay, well, listen. Yeah. Jim Jordan is like politician 65. Yeah. And Ron, Ron Perlman's like Again, Hollywood 70. Look, I, he look, he's looking rough these days. Look, 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 he, so Perlman accepted the challenge, but he made one of his own saying I, he that Ron Perlman would donate $50,000 to Black Lives Matter if Cruz would, if Cruz would get in the ring with him. Ah. <laughs> And, uh, and hilarious because Jim Jordan definitely has a better chance against him than. So Cruz he said, does. "Cruz, you can actually just keep stealing taxpayer money if you want. You don't have to give anything to anybody, but we'll get in the ring." And then, uh, so he goes, uh, he, "Here's Ron Perlman." He goes, "I tell you what, Teddy Boy, since mentioning Jim Jordan and wrestling is problematic, why don't we say fuck him and just make it you and me?" I'll give you fifty. I'll give fifty thousand to Black Lives Matter, and you can keep all the taxpayer money you were thinking of spending. Oh my uh, God! And then the Texas senator replied, I, "I get it. You're rich, but apparently soft. You sure seem scared to wrestle Jordan, whom you keep uh, insulting." Ah, this fool's like, oh, oh, you're scared to wrestle Jordan when it's like, well, actually, he was like, I challenge you. Yeah, and you're scared to right. wrestle or to fight right. Ron Perlman. Right, Cruz is challenging challenging Perlman for yeah. someone else. So, like, right. not... so that that Cruz uh, can't take the heat. Need to get a manicure, and then uh, here's Ron Perlman. I, it's so crazy because I could just hear him in the Hellboy voice, you know, and he's saying Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. What kind of motherfucker offers to have another guy, probably asleep at the time, <laughs> kick another guy's ass? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to business, Ted. Jim Jordan's too easy, just a little bitch. But you, Teddy, you talk shit about New York every chance you get. My hometown, it's personal. Let's go, motherfucker. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. So it, you know, it, it's comic book news because it's Hellboy, and then like nobody represents Hellboy to me more than Perlman, and right. even like Perlman's a good, like you know, as Hellboy, he's good, you know. But yeah. on his personal life, when they interview him about the current events and shit, like he's just such a good shit talker and he's not yeah. shy about it. No, and 
you know. Um, Matt Gitz got in on it. Gates. He's not in this article, but I read in another one where they talk shit about him playing a white supremacist on Sons of Anarchy while being a Jewish guy. Um, which they talk is, about who? Gates? No, about Perlman. Oh, oh, I didn't even realize. I haven't seen Sons of Anarchy. I didn't even know Perlman. Well, was, that's, neither have they because I... there was a whole season where one of the dudes found out he was part Puerto Rican and it was a whole thing where he's like, I don't want the Sons of Anarchy to know. And then when he, they actually found out, like, Rob Perlman's character was like, hey, you're a son. You're a man of mayhem. I don't give a fuck what you are before you came here. You're one of us now. You know what I mean? Right, so it's like right. he wasn't even a white supremacist in there. Like, if anything, it would have been Blade, what, Blade 2, where he played white supremacists. <laughs> much like Fantastic Forum. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, because that's what he told Oz. Oh, because Oz's white supremacist passed? Well, he's, he's a Trump tard, but it's like if anybody wants to beat his ass for being a Trump tard, they got to get through us because he's Fantastic Forum first. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, it, it's like an insult and a slap to the face at the same time. Yeah. Look, it's like I, yeah, I, I hate saying this, but it's like my brother. My brother, you know, sometimes he can be a little, little of a turd, but he's like he's our turd, you know. It's, a, it's like he's slapping me. He's slapping me in the face with his cock. It's like it's insulting, but a little titillating at the same time. There it is. There it is. It's like you didn't you didn't want to like it, but you did. Hey, either way, we got you back. That's all that matters. That is what matters. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it's like yeah, you clearly you've never seen Sons of Anarchy. Like watch Blade Two. That's where he where he asked Wesley Snipes. Like even I cringe. Like yeah, I know he's Jewish, but still, it's like because I want to know if you can blush. And I'm like, <laughs> I got I, I cringe. You know, like that was the most nasty shit I've ever seen the white supremacist say, and he's not even like. You know, it's a Jewish guy. <laughs> it it it's it's fun to watch the the back and forth between yeah. Cruz and and Perlman because Cruz generally, like for a politician, is actually pretty good on Twitter, but Perlman just like is better. Destroys, yeah. He he's just, I mean, yeah, he's just better. He I, he just feels more real. Well, yeah. he kind of is. Like he's a, he's a New York guy. For, you know, New yeah. York guys. Like, don't get me wrong. Ted- Ted Cruz, you know, he he has some principles, but I don't you know, think at the end so. Of the day, he's still I, he insulted his wife to his face, and he just bent over for Trump. Like, yeah, that did ha- like that did happen. Like, yeah, that that's when I lost all respect, whatever little I had for him. And yeah. uh, it, it's oh, like really, like anybody, my wife on a public forum like that, I'll lose yeah. the candidacy. I'll beat the fuck out of you. Right. I'll do that without the candidacy in state. Yeah, it's like that's part of being a man. Like especially like those right wing dudes that are like, "Oh, a man's place is a man's place." Like, yeah, beat the fuck out of them with his tiny hands. Right, right. It's like you could mess around and you know be like, "Okay, well, hey, we got to get on the page without bowing down to that dude." Yeah, it's like who turns the manliest motherfucker in the GOP is fucking Romney. That's kind of fucked up. You know, they over here, they're trying to give uh, discrimination for work and health care and all this shit to trans people, but Lindsey Graham's voting against it, too. Like, that's the first trans, like, senator, right? Lindsey Graham? 
You're hilarious. I mean, he's pretty far. You are hilarious. Have Lindsay you seen some of those stories? First trip, Senator. <laughs> Lindsey Graham, like, I, he's got like 0. 0.2 testosterone. Like, I got most testosterone on my rotten pinky nail. Did Did you see the story of the the? What was he an escort? Lindsey Graham with yeah. Graham with Graham. Wait, what? Yeah. There was this uh, escort was dude. An escort. There was Dang. an escort from an escort service, male escort, that put out some story about having to meet uh, Lindsey Graham. It was like, a that's a story for another week because we're getting to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that's all about. I'm yeah, like, it was pin, put a pin in it. I don't play that rap yeah. music. Sounds good. And anything else? Any other stories we have to talk about right now? No, no we don't got time for any of them. Oh, okay, then where yeah. is it? We're, we're, final thoughts. Final thoughts, then heck, give us some final thoughts. Man, you all got to read Death Metal so we can talk about it. Cause I'll do it. That's some that's some shit right there, man. If if you ain't read Metal, don't read it. But if you read Metal, read Death Metal. You're hilarious. I love how you say that, like, we're going to know what's happening because we read Metal. It, it'll make more sense, I'll tell you that. Oh, I love how you feel like metal is a cohesive narrative. <laughs> I mean, to me it is. <laughs> All right. Jay, final thoughts. Jay's gone. He had issues. Oh. Uh, Oz, final thoughts. I will order Death Metal tomorrow from my local comic book shop, Midtown Comics. And uh, we'll see when I get it. Midtown is your local comic shop? It is now. That's my pull list, Midtown. <laughs> they have pull list. What? Look, D- DC's very own Midtown comic. That look, that's a that's a whole other conversation about me and physical comic book shops. I can Got supply it. it to you right now from Amazon. Hey, hey, from, from, wrap it up. All right, Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. Check us out on Podbean, Instagram, Twitter. We're here. We're talking shit.